Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening, and I don't know why I sound like I'm just the most tired person in the world, but I do. <laughs> you are. I'm joined today by Nikki. Hi, everybody. It's me, Nikki. I play Scuzz, your goblin rogue, and um, I'm back from buying clothes and... Um, Hey, please go out and vote. Please, votes matter. Please do that. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. Reiterating that voting is good. I'm playing Carolina, barbarian, artificer, human. And William. Hi, I'm William. I should probably also reiterate that voting is very important. And I'm playing Valdeth, the dwarven samurai. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Valar, and voting is important. And so are Black Lives. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin Druid princess. And Ditto. <laughs> Jeremy. Hi, I am Jeremy. Everything everybody else said um, is, is absolutely 100% accurate. Um, and I am playing Ariel, uh, a smart gunslinger. And Jack. Rogue. Gunslinger slash rogue. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> and Jack. Ooh. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Ghent Minar, half-elf spellslinger, Black Lives Matter, eat the rich, headlines aren't <laughs> votes, get your ballots in, let's burn this motherfucker to the ground. Ghent, you are the rich. <laughs> right? <laughs> he, he got a small, a small loan I of... feel like there was an escalation here that I did not plan for. Same. Vote, yes, voting matters. I mean, black, vo voting matters. Black lives matter. Trans rights are human right. rights. Support your local LGBTQIA community and other other things that add. Fund on. your libraries. Fund your libraries. Yep. Mm. Eat the rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna let that Don't one die. Don't do ever. that at the library. <laughs> eat, eat the rich at the buffet no truck outside the, the library. library. <laughs> That's untrue, but. <laughs> now I want to start a food truck that's just called The Rich. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Someone definitely has a trademark on that. Probably. Bring it back down. So, when last we left off, that's not the page I need to be on. Uh, 
when last we left off, uh, the Steelhearts uh, took a side took a side trip to Core uh, on an- on another continent, um, and drew many cards from a deck of many things, uh, most of which were good. They spoke with Jack Salzbach Valkorian of the Black Archives, a animate, a animate, apparently om, uh, uh, omniscient skeleton, though only omniscient within the confines of his library or archive. Uh, and then went back to Taram because they are heading to first to Griftop and then to uh, the the farming village of Vlakti. Uh, in order to deal with some sort of undead threat. Uh, upon returning to Taram, Titania did find a pair of very ornately designed, uh, uh, very well put together scimitars uh, that had been bundled up and delivered, uh, that Titania could deliver to her, her niece, uh, Brava, uh, uh, named for her grandmother. Um... Mm-hmm who runs a griffin company out of Griftop, the Immortals. And the group set out on the road with uh, Durin and uh, with Durin and uh, um, Alistar Green, a halfling farmer, uh, to head back to Griftop in the midst of the rainy season of Durham. So, uh, unless there's anything else anyone needs to do in Durham before you leave... Not for another week. Uh, it's going to take. Uh, it's going to take about a. It's going to take a few days to get to Griftop. So you're going to be on the road for a little while. You already have a cart and horses that you have neglected in their in their stable. I I paid ahead for stabling. Uh, you did. Yeah. But there's. It's not called neglected if you pay someone to take care of them. <laughs> you haven't you have called babysitting. <laughs> you haven't seen them in a while, but yeah, you, you go to the stables, you get your cart, you get your horse, you head out. Um It's gonna be about a day to get from Taram to Scala. Uh so here's the question. Uh are you are you guys going to want to basically just deadhead it to Rifttop and just keep going and rest in the cart while somebody else drives resting as the horses need? Or do you want to make it to a town, sleep at an inn, make it to a town, sleep at an inn, make it to I a town? I mean, if... Carolina if, would really like to just book it because we're behind schedule on the taking out the zombie job. If the option to uh, uh, sing Touch of Grey the whole way there is possible, yes, Ariel is for this. To what? Question. To Listen get- to music, people. <laughs> Deadhead. Great no, question. also, you need to yeah. clarify your statement. None of us understood it. Uh, it's no, not my I, fault I, you're all young. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. The blood of the innocent. Uh, Sorry, I can't help it. Um, where was I going? Uh, Does Ghent think, given the rainy season and likely poorer road conditions, that stop that we are going to make better time if we stop and maintain the wagon, or is the wagon engineered solidly enough that it could manage the entire push through trip? Um, make a Tinker's Tools Tinker uh, Tinker Tools check with intelligence. I okay. guarantee you there are 50 to 7-year-olds watching this who are laughing right now. That's all I'm going to say. 
I'm going to use my last proficiency or my last inspiration. I'm surprised you want to guarantee there are 50 or 70 year olds watching this. Jesus Christ. At some point, I did not specify when. Uh, With an 18, the wagon could make it to Grifftop without stopping. The horses probably couldn't, but the wagon could. Mm hmm. So Gent will offer that little tidbit of information as a, you know, we don't have a tireless mode of pulling this thing, so we're probably going to need to make some stops. And given that there's two towns of relatively equal distance in between, I feel like we go straight through until we hit a town, spend the night, and then do it again. What if we go straight through until we hit a town, trade out the horses, and do it again? Or that. Oh, but I like these horses. (laughs) Well, I like having a job and not having my country overrun with zombies. But of course, princess, your horses are very beautiful. Wow. Even for me, that was... Even from my standpoint, that was a bit snarky. Yes, I'm dealing with some shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Just saying, we're abandoning them somewhere, and then they're just gonna be there, and it's not like Taram. And I, okay, fine, can get different horses if you'd like. I'm sure we have the money to stable the horses without selling them, so that you can come back for them again when your country is not being overrun with zombies. I like how one yeah. town became your country. <laughs> It is in the country, and Carolina is trying to make a point. <laughs> All right. So we'll get fresh horses in Scala, keep going, rest along the way, same in Agrosk, and then to Griftop, where I assume we'll leave. Well, no, actually, we'll probably need to take the wagon down to Vlatke. I don't know why, but the phrase fresh Vlatke. horses always puts me in mind of a man with a very powerful accent screaming loudly. <laughs> Yes, uh, the K comes I have no idea the, what you're talking the, about. The K comes before the T when you pronounce the city's name. It's Vlakte. 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 I want to point out that it sounds a lot like Vlaki, and we're going there anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, so you'll be so yeah you'll be you'll be passing through Scala, Agrosk, and Griftop to get to Vlakte. And oh. we're dropping off the miners in Griftop. Yes. The the the, ha- the Far- farmer. farmers. Yes. Farmers. Farmer. Oh, There's only one standing and, and some swords. And then... Yeah, Titania's got this and, bundle of and blades. some money. Yes, that's fine. Gent's gonna All write a check. It's <laughs> less a check and more a let a rent of credit. I thought one of all yeah. the containers was coming. Is, yeah, Doran is also there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Durin's along with Durin is going to be overseeing the construction of the thing. And Durin has this large book of all of your requests for things in the house that he is meticulously taking notes for and is, like, doing designing things for. So. But you set off from Taram. Uh, whoever wants to. Uh, uh, who, so who's who is piloting the cart? I think 
Ithram has proficiency, so he is also the one bought it. <laughs> so he'll drive. Okay. Sounds good. There I you- don't have land vehicles, so So uh we're assuming that Durin and we're assuming that Durin and um 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 Alistar are in the cart as well. The cart basically has enough room for you guys, so adding two more means that there's not going to be enough room for two more for two people on the cart. Uh, Get a walk. Yeah, I was say, who wants to? Would anybody like to walk or find it or figure out a different means of travel? I can run around for a while. It's something. You turn to a horse if you want. Yeah. All right, so Gent's walking. Titania's- Gent just kind of looks at Titania. <laughs> <laughs> Titania becomes a horse. <laughs> Stop. Stare at you. Winnie. <laughs> Do you mind if I... <laughs> okay. Mm, that, that, that. And then I come back, and then I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and Gent climb, climbs up. <laughs> of, of there a, we go. What the fuck, okay. shrug. Right. <laughs> a horse stands up on its hind two legs, stands up. And... <laughs> I didn't want... Gent leans down and pats your neck. I didn't want to assume. <laughs> so... <clears throat> You make your t- you make your way to Scala. Uh, Ithram is the person driving. Give me a perception check. Absolutely, I can do that. Four. All right. It's, it's rainy out. It's real fucking rainy out. <laughs> it's rainy. It's rainy. It's muddy. Um, but you make it to Scala after you make it to Scala at the end of the day with no real problems. Scala, for, for those of you that haven't been there before or have skipped past it before, um, is a fairly small cliff oriented community. It seem it's it's basically another dock, but it does, it's not big enough to be a port, so it's not considered a port town. Um, mm-hmm. But it's f- mostly fishing oriented. So, but it, the the big thing about it is that it's actually built into the cliff. You can only see a very small amount of the city from the like from the road. You actually have to get to the edge and look down to see the rest of it, um, as it's basically a bunch of buildings that are put on supporting struts out away from the cliffs or carved into or you know carved into the earth and, and so back away from it. Um, and there's lots of hanging like uh, cranes and hooks all all sort of dotting the cliff face. Uh, people get around via ladders, elevators, and occasionally Tarzan. Uh, uh-huh. Those are the more adventuresome people they just who occasionally ride a very hunky man in a loincloth. No, they swing <laughs> on a very hunky man. <laughs> well, we we know that, John. But how do they get around town? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so there there you you will anybody who stays too terribly long in Scala will at, will eventually hear the scream of someone falling to the to the water below. Uh, most of the time saved by a feather fall, but not always. <laughs> um, Question: Does Cathian have a link pearl? No. Okay. Cathian does not have a link pearl. Neither does Durin or um, uh, any of the other. Or any of the. I have several extras. Now that we all have advanced link pearls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's true. And they would connect in. Yeah, you, could, you have a burner link pearl. You could connect them to the. <laughs> to the <laughs> 
Um, but you you trade out horse uh, trading out horses is going to cost you some money. Not as much as buying new horses because you're. Uh, my last question: Do you want to stable these horses and buy two new ones, or do you want to actually trade these two for new ones? Hmm. I think we can just stable them for now and pick them back up because we're going to need horses at at the new manor. Could not be a horrible idea to have available horses. I mean, how much might need them? How much would it be? Because our attention span is our attention span <laughs> to have the horses once they are rested, delivered the rest of the way to Griftop. Uh, okay. Uh, so you could. So it basically would be 75 gold per horse if you wanted to, uh, uh, first to, to buy a horse would be 75 gold. So if you wanted to buy them and, and you wanted to keep the ones you have and you wanted to buy new ones. To have those horses then ridden to Griftop, um, and presumably to have those people find, find their own way back, uh, would cost you. Let's see, three copper per mile. Uh, so this is. Oh, oh, go that way. Uh, 40. So about 100. So about, uh, uh, 95 copper, which would be nine silver, five copper. Per horse? Yeah, per horse. Alternately. How much would it cost to, to 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 stable the two horses we have here for a potential period of say up to I don't know three years? <laughs> knowing our knowing which our is, which is when which which is when we remember that we have them and go back exactly. And them. <laughs> yeah, after three Gen's years gonna, and a day, Jen's gonna pay to have to have our horses rested and then just delivered to Griftop. Okay. That way, they're at least at our homestead, and right. we don't have to run two towns down the road when we do remember we have the I'm extras. just saying, if we buy new horses and leave these ones here and stable them for a few years, at some point, we will come back to this town, because it will happen for every town we ever come to, and be like, hey, we need to get horses. Wait, you already have two. Yeah. Yes. Well, oh, you're back for your horses? <laughs> oh, we have horses here? So you stable the two horses. You stable you you, you pay to have the, the two horses stabled and, and, and delivered. That's ninety five silver each. Um, I thought you said ninety five. Oh, sorry, sorry, ninety five copper yeah. each. Nine silver, five. Yeah, okay. Right, I, it ended up being both things. So good. Words. What kind? Of, what kind of deal are you running here, stable hand? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be ninety five silver. Did you say copper? No. <laughs> yes, yes. As guns just start. To- Slightly slide. I just just get readjusted on holsters. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Uh, and there'll be seventy-five gold for two uh, uh, per horse for two new horses. So, all right. Eventually, I'll, we'll actually Gent, have a horse. Gent is just gonna, Gent is just paying for all of this out of pocket. Then, all right. I'm just keeping track of it, and I'll edit it on my sheet here in a sec. Right. So you buy two new horses and continue on. Uh, at some point, you're going to have to swap out drivers because Ithram will need to sleep. Who wants to take over driving after Ithram stops? Anyone else have land vehicle proficiency, or are we just going? No, but I'm pretty good with animals, and I've, I'm kind of out of the 
I'm a high intelligence. I think that's what you use with land. Tazania, you're going to need to rest for a bit because you've been running I all day as a horse. Very fair. good animal handling and survival, and I'm fast with the grip. But I do not have vehicle proficiency. Driver is not in my resume. So all right. Out, out, outside of best vehicle driver, it's either just best at handling things in general or best at dealing with that. Right. So give me a... Uh, so if, if Carolina, Carolina is taking the reins, is anyone stopping her? Can nah. I help? Yeah, you could help. What do you yeah. get there? I mean, I feel like I'm going to need to trade out at some point. But... Yeah, because hangs out up there. I don't need to sleep. Okay, I got advantage then. So I do yeah. use the reins. Give me, <laughs> so give me an animal handling check with advantage. Oh, that's wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a plus six. <laughs> Eighteen. Okay, 18. Hey, with a minus one. It's yeah. not... Those of you riding in the back, it's not nearly as smooth a ride as it was with Ithram, who didn't have to make a roll because he had the proficiency. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but it's not too terribly bad. Uh, Jeremy, roll me a d100. Why me? <laughs> because it's you. Because I want you to roll me the d100. The closest thing to a sure thing. <laughs> is Jeremy. <laughs> See if I can get below a 10. No! Oh, All right. 63. No, roll 20. Stop trying to use my camera and my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want you. to you? Uh, uh, Carolina and Skies, either either one of you give me a perception check with advantage or both of you give me perception checks. One of the two. Why doesn't Skies do it with advantage? Yay. Also, John, what would I use? What skill would I use for land, uh, land vehicles? Uh, because right now it's just set to query. <laughs> at the, uh, uh, dexterity would be the the, okay. the 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 thing for like if you were doing intense like cart tricks. Okay. Um, oh, tricks. Watch me pull this sick drift. <laughs> but, <laughs> general aesthetic. For the, Someone has strapped rockets to the back of these things and made it a sport. But for the Definitely. most part, for the most part, having the proficiency just means you don't need to make any rolls for general traveling in a cart. Sweet. Very basic boy traveling. Uh, Guess who's going to be trying some sweet new tricks next time he's behind the reins? <laughs> See a ramp, and you're getting away from from old man sheriff guy. Gotta mm-hmm. make it over the gorge. You've got the Assassin's Creed thing where you can sideswipe other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Please, no Fast and Furious drift. Tyrion Please, drift. No. Um, but. Uh, uh, so with with the fourteen, it's raining, it's wet, it's muddy, you know. It, everything seems fine. Uh, it seems like most th- it, 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 there is a general percent. There is a general like undertow of bandit activity on the roads, you know, between Taram and Griftop. But it seems like the weather is keeping that at bay for the most part. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. No one wants to steal shit in the rain. No one wants to steal shit in torrential downpour, to be clear. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, you slip in the mud, you break your neck. It's just not worth it. Right. Bow strings just... get all wet. The pros of being a con. 
I have the, I have this mental image in my head that Valdeth, just because she is mechanically a samurai, not necessarily because like that's how she intends it, just automatically develops the samurai aesthetic whenever the environment is appropriate. And so every time she's out in the rain, her hair is just like the the, 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 the dramatic the dramatic like pla- like plastered to your face. Yeah. But you get to Agrosk fairly easily. Agrosk is uh, a farming town of the same sort of scale as Scala, but where Scala is vertical, Agrosk is naturally horizontal. Um, so you, you you pass through a few fields where people are out in the fields tending to the farms. Uh, you get in. Uh, same thing as last time? Yep. For as far as horses go, uh, Jack I, away, I so. will handle paying for it this time. All right, so this because time, Jack is away from this uh, desk. It'll be fifty-five copper to to get the horses to Grifftop. Right. So five silver, five, five copper, and another seventy-five per horse for fresh horses. And who's swapping out this time? Since Scuzz and Carolina both need to rest. No, I don't. Seventy-five and seventy-five. Would be you, you, you don't have to sleep, Scuzz, but you do need to rest. <laughs> Fair enough. I can do it. Can't sleep in the rain. <laughs> Yet. No, what you do, Scuzz, is you put, like, if you get, like, sort of something that's gonna make sound in the rain, and then you put it over your head, and then you can just sort of, like, lie there and listen to the rain sounds, which is nice. Right. So with two, in the curtain, they're like, ah, oh, yeah! <laughs> two fresh horses, uh, uh, and once again on the road, Titania, give me an animal handling check. All right, I'm naming them. One of them's name is Bethany. Okay. The uh, one is. Uh, did you name the original two? We did. Yes. I, I did. don't know where the names are written down. I I, can't, I no. think they're somewhere in my notebook. Bethany and uh, Methuselah. Parson. Methuselah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and you have a party notes document, so. Why would I put notes there? I don't know. I figured. I yeah, we didn't write the name of the, the horses down in there. Horses. Hmm. horses are a disposable commodity in D and D. So, uh, you head to you're on your way to Grifftop. Uh, Titania. Yep. Uh, animal handling nineteen. Okay. Yep. Uh, again, not as smooth as there as as Ithram's, uh driving, but passable. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check, Titania. All right. 25. So, you hear it before it happens. Oh. Underneath the underneath the current of of rain, there is this sound of something squeaking coming from the left hand the back left hand wheel of the wagon. Oh. And then as you sort of start paying attention to it, and the entire wagon tilts back to the left. Waking, we break everyone, a fucking axle? waking everyone in the wagon up. Oh no. Oh no. Oh gosh. Oh, what happened? Uh, something broke. Um, I Go get my As I'm school. picking myself up off the ground, you don't say. This mud all over your clothes now. I mean, at least it's rainy. You can just stand out in the rain and it'll just wash that off. That's not how cleaning works, dear. 
So as you get out and look at the thing, the basically right at the joint where the where the wheel connects to the wagon, the the axle just shattered. Someone has mending, right? Yeah, I do. Um, if right. it's not I'll point big. to the sort of smaller crack for mending, and I have Tinker's Tools proficiency in sure. equipment. So. Between the group of you, there's enough of you to pick the wagon up, and so you can somebody can get the wheel back in place, and you you can cast mending, which actually which will be enough to mend uh, a good portion of it. Uh, and then you can make it uh, whoever wants to you can make a tinker's tools check with dexterity. Sure. Or and will assist if advantage can be yeah, given. Yeah, you can give advantage with assistance. All right. <clears throat> Good thing. 21. Right. Oh, wait. That's just Sorry. your dexterity. Uh, add another four to that. Okay. 25? Yeah. So you are, you, are, you are able to brace the, the broken axle uh, enough that it will stay on. Uh, but looking at it as the group of you are sort of standing around looking at this wagon that you've had for quite a while, um, you realize it was kind of cheap when you bought it in the first place. And pushing it this hard, probably not going to last you much longer. Lovely. We can It'll... switch out carts in the next city. The next city's Grifftop, so... We can definitely switch out carts in the next city. Yeah, buy a new one. Hmm? Or, yeah, I don't know if we even... Do we need a cart for the next bit? Getting it's... to Vlakti, we might not need one, but it'd be nice to have one. Yeah. It'll... John, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm looking at core D&D stuff, admittedly. Um... We can go faster if we have a cart. Yes. You can go faster. Uh, yeah, with a cart, you can go faster, and also you can get over rougher terrain without having the same difficulties that it takes to walk. Like, the muddy road and muddy ground would be significantly slower walking than in a cart. It's and also... he's kind of grumbling under his breath, could have gone faster if we had a flying carpet. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yes, we could. We could also have gone faster if we had an airship, but that's also outside of our price range. That's a good note. Though. We'll return to started. this issue once Bithram can summon dragons large enough to ride. That will be quite some time. <laughs> it gets it is doable. Gets like... <laughs> it is doable, but quite some time. It's like I'm next maybe... project airship. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Except Get a grapple maybe, gun. How much harder could it be? Except maybe for Scuzz. Scuzz is small enough. I'm super small. Could carry him. I don't know. I I I can figure out what I might be able to help with for the next leg, but it's good for now. Yeah, it'll the, the repairs Perfect. you've done will hold it until you get to Grift Top. You get you you all pile back in, dry off as best you can, and eventually make your way. Take water, good take to water. see that. Good to see that the theme of your primary means of conveyance is a piece of shit stays constant between several game sessions. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you pull into Grifftop, and there's a few things you notice. Uh, for many of you, this is probably this is your first time being in Grifftop at the very least in a while. Um, some of you ever. Uh, Grifftop doesn't look like Taram or like any other town you've passed through. 
it's far more eclectic. Uh, I mean, look who lives here. The, the, there is sort of like a there's like a small central town along the cliff and then there's a wall walling it off from the rest of the world but even from this side of the wall you can see buildings of every shape and style you can imagine poking up and around the wall some that are leaning at odd angles that probably shouldn't be doing that um wizard there is that you can see at least one that looks like a miniature castle along the wall uh, and another that looks like a giant skull just sort of like decorating the exterior perimeter of the town at least we won't be the odd ones uh, Alistar yeah, we will always be the odd ones that's safe Alistar pokes his head up over the, 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 the back of the cart. All right, well, uh, the lads and I uh, have set up our uh, part, our, our tools uh, just a little bit off uh, to the west here, or to the east here. So I'll be hopping out here, going to pick them up. Uh, Doran, whenever you've got the materials, uh, give us a shout. We'll be, able, we'll be able to pick them up, or if you can bring them out to us, that'd, that'd work too. We're going to go ahead and start getting laid out with the, uh, the instructions. Uh, Doran looks over at him. Uh, use of, of Scottish. What the fuck? <laughs> there you are. There you are. Yeah, you've got it, lad. Uh, uh, thank you. Of course, lad. Uh, we'll be. I'll be along as soon as we've got the proper materials sorted. Um, I was about to go like into like a French accent, and I don't know where my tongue was at. <laughs> I don't know where my tongue was at. The John Bates story. Don't lose your tongue. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Alistar hops off the hops off the cart and trots off to the uh, to the outskirts. Uh, you can see from this distance there is like a there's like a a very small makeshift uh, like hut, just sort of off to the side of the city where there are a few people sort of sitting outside with with like with like awnings up, uh, chatting and, and doing things. They all look like they're halflings, so that's presumably the other farmers. Griftop is just Aki Abara from Log Horizon. <laughs> not, not, not a bad one. Um, and you pull into town. Uh, Ghent will write the uh, letter of credit for Durin mm -hmm. then and give it to him and also hand him a pouch with just a hundred gold cash in it in case either palms need greasing or our workmen need some amenities right well we will uh, get things started for you i've got all your requests all your personal requests in my tome here uh should uh, according to the estimates we've got we should be able to have at least the functioning estate up uh in two to three weeks so i'll be here and looks over at valdeth uh large stone beard i'll be here and uh making sure the work gets done on time uh so if if you have any need of me please send a missive of course of course um Ithram, have you got those extra lake pearls? I have mine. Do you have the extra ones? I think we all gave I, them to you. I think. Oh, okay. I, I, then, yeah, I was gonna yes, say. I, I think do. all. <laughs> I may. I may have. You reached not heard that you, bit, you, but yeah, the pouch of extra normal link pearls. 
you want to give one to Durin so that any of us can, you know, contact him with a sending spell. Uh, I don't yeah. think that's how sending works, but with the advanced link pearls, can send can cast sending to any link pearl. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll give him uh, a couple, so uh, so you can communicate with Elastar as well. Uh, certainly, and he'll take the uh, the link pearl and fit it into his ear. <clears throat> all right, well then, I'll see you all in a few weeks. One of those with Cathian. And uh, Durin hops out of the cart and heads off to do business deals, like the good yeah. dwarf he is. So, well, I have to. It, what time is it right now? Um, it's, so you going nonstop. You would have arrived here at a little earlier than three days. So it's 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 getting on to like. Um, it's definitely evening of, okay. the, of the second day, like just at, just after sundown. Well, I have to stop in town anyway and uh, stop by the uh, Immortals place, but if we can see if they maybe have some room or we could go and stay at an inn, head out tomorrow morning. Sounds good. Um, let's see if we can find a cart while we're here. Yes. Oh, yeah, that too. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check, Titania. Sure. I'm great at those. For looking for the immortals. Three. Can I ask around instead? That's what that's what the investigation check is. Is, okay. is you how effectively you are asking around. <laughs> Um, so with a three, you get distracted by just the sheer, like... That's fair. The, 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 the building design throughout this, uh, uh, throughout this town is very interesting and weird. And there is one house in particular that looks like it's grown out of a tree. Like, it, it actually, like, it, like, it looks like a house, but the exterior is hard bark like it's a tree. No, and it, like, goes up into a canopy and things. And there's, like, there's all manner of weird things happening here. And you just get real distracted when asking people about things. Hey, Val, I have an idea for a redesign of the entire house. <laughs> I think the design... A little bit set by now. This one's growing out of a tree. Did you find any? As interesting as that would be, I don't think that's everyone's aesthetic. Fair. Um, uh, Ariel, oh, I was Ariel you can tell very quick. Like, it, Titania walks I know, five feet. I know, feet. very clearly. <laughs> but Ariel wants her to say it. So, <laughs> Tanya, did you find anything? Um, well, this very nice house. Uh, I think I so saw no. some food down that way. If we want to like have a place to eat. Tanya's talking to you with her link pearl while she's like 10 feet away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying it out. Gent has wandered off to try and find the best cart maker in town. All right. Uh, I will go. Oh, oh, you're good. I will go. I will investigate myself which I was specifically choosing not to do because Ariel wanted to see where this was going. Um, 
so, uh, to find the best car- uh, finding card makers isn't hard. You know, you have to yeah. roll. There, there's, uh, uh, for, for Get and Ithram, uh, you can find that easy. Uh, Ariel, were you searching for the Immortals for Titania, or? Yes. Okay, so go ahead and give me an investigation roll. Uh, you can find so uh, get an Ithram, You can find uh, a good, uh, a much better cart. So you can get a, a standard cart, which is like what you've got right now. I mean, it's better. Um, for fifteen Fucking gold. Twos. Okay. Uh, or you could get a wagon, which would be a larger, significantly larger, and covered. Um, for thirty-five gold, or you could get a carriage, which is even larger and more ornately decorated for a hundred gold. I think a wagon should suffice. For a wagon, I want to be pretty. For a wagon, for a wagon, you would need two more horses, uh, because it, four horses to pull the wagon, and for a carriage, you'd need four more horses, six horses to pull a carriage. What do they have as far as things that are good going off road? Horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could like if if you're if you're going off road, you'd want just riding horses. Okay. But there are roads to Vlakti, they're just not super well kept. Yeah. Here's All a right. question. Has anyone done the thing where you train the horses to return on their own so that people could ride them places and don't have to return them? No, but we should do that. Uh, peop- are, you, are you referring to uh, people in Rifttop have done that? Yes, because they're looking around and this is a thing that sometimes exists. Yes, uh, there, there are horse trainers in Rifttop that like, basically when you rent horses, you can, they can, uh, they can, they, they have horses that are trained to return to the stables when the, basically when you tell them the rental period's done. Chocobo style. Yes. Contract is up. Wait, can we get chocobos? Uh, there are riding birds, yes. <gasps> uh, I'm sorry, I've distracted uh, myself. So, uh, as Gint, Ithram, and presumably Carolina are looking at the looking at the stables, there are so there's stables with regular horses, and then nearby there are these stables that have these giant bipedal birds that are uh, a variety of different colors. They're about twice the size of a horse. Um, And they have saddles on them and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're marketed as riding birds. Caroline will point to them. I think there would be several of us that would be very pleased with that, Ghent, if you're inclined. Well, I'm not, I'm certainly not going to tell someone what they can and cannot buy with their own money. Worth noting, Fine. worth noting, Gint, as you're looking at signs, uh, the, or the person at the table will tell you that riding birds, they have the same speed as horses, but the big, the big advantage is that they can glide for a period of time. Uh, so that if, for instance, you suddenly come across a canyon you didn't expect to be there, they won't just fall to their deaths. <laughs> yeah, that's helpful. Are they roughly as strong are as a horse, or able to yeah. pull a wagon? Yes, they are. That's that's why they're twice the size of a horse. <laughs> I'm thinking both chocobo and also shield warrior, shield hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. But those are basically chocobos with the names filed off. <laughs> yes. But yes. I love shield hero, but they, yeah. they, they are they are absolutely <laughs> they are powerful enough to pull to pull a wagon or a cart or a carriage. 
I thought that we were concerned about a wagon breaking and would want just riding horses. The cart is what's broken. It's the the wagon should be much sturdier, and uh, now that there's more room, we could actually perhaps pick up some medical supplies should there be any injured in the town. All right. Meanwhile, yeah. Ariel and Titania, yep. uh, yep. a, a, ten, a ten is more than enough to hear about the immortals, uh, particularly because their house is the one that's half collapsed. Uh, oh. Uh, you, are, you are eventually pointed to a, uh, what is a, ostensibly a two-story building, but the right-hand side of it is currently a pile of rubble. Um, what happened? Did, can anyone tell us that? Or And as you approach, you hear the sounds of yelling. Give me perception checks. Oh. Yes! I'm keeping that. <laughs> because why the fuck would anybody who has a passive perception of 26 be able to fucking see anything. Uh, you got a natural you got 20. A natural 20. Wait, I, I was not everything. the nine. I'm sorry, I saw one and I assumed it was me. No. It's all right. It's all right, Jeremy. There's no way you could roll a nine. <laughs> I just saw the red, okay? <laughs> That's fair. You, you, we, we, we understand that you've been conditioned. It's fair. Yeah. You roll. Your dice only have two numbers. That's uh, 100% <laughs> legit. That did. So, yeah, you you rolled a natural 20. Titania rolled okay, a natural one. That's better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Titania, you're distracted by a bird. Jesus Christ. Ooh. Uh, Is someone riding the bird? No, no one's. You know, it's, it's a mouth. It's a, it's a, uh, 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 Ariel, what languages do you speak? Uh, Common, celestial, and something, I think. And thieves can't. All right. Uh, so you don't understand because what's being rogues. said. You don't understand what's being said, but you can make out that what it is is being said in giant. Um, Damn it, I wish I was there. But there is some sort of heated discussion in giant happening as the rubble gets blasted back by the largest bugbear you have ever seen wrestling with a polar bear. Whoa. Both of which, the polar bear as well, are yelling at each other in giant. The gun is out. It is not pointed, but it is ready. Uh, because I don't know if this is a fight and we need to intervene or if it's just some polymorph fuckers or if it's just a friendly bugbear and a friendly polar so, bear. So yeah, the the bugbear is about 10 feet tall. Uh, okay. All muscle, distinctly okay. female, um, okay. though. Uh, as bu- bugbears are covered in fur, so they they don't they don't they don't tend to wear a lot of clothing. She's wearing like basically a, a loincloth and a, and a, like a fur mantle and a strap on her back. There are two large. What for her is probably a pair of like battle axes, but for you would be great axes. Um, and she is just wrestling with this equally gigantic polar bear. Um. Does it look like they're trying to actually do damage, or they're they're just like in an I'm annoyed at you? Make an insight check. Okay. Can I make that as well? Since there was a lot of noise, or am I still distracted? Uh, yeah, you can make an insight check too. Okay. Ario, you can't a hundred percent tell, but the bugbear hasn't pulled out the battle axes, so fair. 
uh, Titania, they're real mad at each other, but it, this seems like kind, this, this, they're real mad at each other, but it doesn't seem like murderous mad. This is like, okay, you did something to piss me off and this is how we take, this is how we take out our aggression kind of thing. Right. Um, just off to one side, the two of you notice a, a, a large, dark-skinned, dark-furred centaur, uh, female centaur, sort of trotting around uh, with uh, Titania, you see your, your niece, Brava, right, sort mm -hmm. of sitting on the back of the centaur, and the two of them are chatting quietly to each other as this commotion is going on. They're sort of watching the fight. Hi, Brava! <laughs> She looks over. Uh, for, Wait, what? Uh, Ariel, for, for your... So, the uh, looking off to one side, the this pale-skinned, dark-haired, uh, blue-eyed uh, uh, elven woman uh, sitting on the back of this centaur uh, who uh, wears lots of, sort of uh, a series of light blue and black clothing. Uh, the centaur, for their part, dark skin, dark hair, dark fur, heavy plate armor on the upper torso, and heavy plate barding on the horse aspects. Um... Looks over. Oh, hi, Aunt Titania. The the elf Hello. says, before slipping off and and trotting over. Uh, she looks over. Sorry about this. Um, Mayra and Sabella are having a fight. Oh. See that? This is uh, Brava Annette Bokorian. This is my uh, niece, and this is Ariel. It's in my griff company. We're moving into the area, actually. Oh, nice. Hello. She holds a hand out to you. Charmed. Uh, uh, you can tell from the grip of the... If you reach out to shake her hand. Yeah. Uh, this is... She looks very lean and, and slight, but there is a lot of muscle behind that grip. As she shakes your hand. Um... Uh, so, well, welcome to the welcome to the neighborhood. Uh, where are you guys put building your house? Oh, just out that way. I'll point kind of in that direction. We're we're doing an estate outside of the walls. Oh, you bought some land. Oh, you bought the land out there. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. All right. We we yes. heard somebody was buying land there, but didn't know it was yeah. going to be you. So it'll take a couple of weeks, but then you are absolutely invited to a housewarming party. Well, thank you. And she looks over. Sabella, Myra, cut it out. And she sort of yells, uh, deciding that it's time for them to stop fighting. At which point, both of them stop. Look over, yell something in giant. Uh, Brava yells back in giant. And then the polar bear shrinks uh, and turns to uh, this sort of uh, slightly taller than Brava. Brava stands about 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the polar bear shrinks into what looks to be a humanoid figure. It stands at about six feet tall. Long white hair pulled, uh, completely pulled back up into a ponytail, wearing loose-fitting robes and with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, uh, with a staff. And the two of them walk over. Uh, so, uh, Titania, this is Sabella the Breaker, she says, indicating to the bugbear. Hello. This is Undying Mayra, indicating to the humanoid. Uh, Hello. Mother Narangarel, indicating to the centaur who, who, who walks up. Uh, Vitaliari and Zaya are out getting groceries, but they'll be back soon if you guys want to come in and hang out. I don't see why not. We're just buying a cart, uh, headed down to... Uh, 
the town name. Vlock, Vlockty after this, um, but we're going to be staying the night, I think. That'd be lovely. It's been very rainy. Yeah, come on in. Uh, mind the mess. Just looking over at the other two, Myra just goes, what? Sabella goes, you know what? <laughs> Which doesn't clarify any further. That? Okay. <laughs> and they lead you inside. Meanwhile, uh, Gant, Carolina, Ithram. Actually, Valdeth and Scott, where are you guys? Where would you guys be? <laughs> Sorry, I just opened the picture of the birds and was like, yes, that. Let's ride one of those. <laughs> uh. What, where are we going again, Ethram? Oh, you, so you, are we buying the wagon? So you'd be with Ethram then. So yeah. So yeah, yeah you guys are. Uh, Valdeth, where would you be? Valdeth is finding space for rent for the evening in case the immortals don't have room. Sure, give me an investigation check. Seems likely. Investigation. Investigation. Fifteen. Investigation. Uh, yes, there, uh, there, uh, there, there are, there are a, uh, there are a few, um, rooms still available at the Absent Hog, um, which is a fairly large tavern slash inn, uh, in sort of the middle area, just along the cliff in the, in the, in what would have been the original town before it became Grifftop. All right. She will sit down and grab something to eat and drink while she waits for everyone to either find carts or find immortals and try and figure out what they're doing. Sure. The menu has everything you could imagine except for any pork products. Now I get the name. Uh, meanwhile, Ghent, Scuzz, Carolina, Ithram, you are standing outside. So I'm thinking sticks of the birds... And a full coach, because honestly, rather than upgrade later, let's just do it and I'll get it out of the way now. Makes sense to me. All right. All right. Can help with that. I want to befriend one of these birds. You can name one of them. Make an animal handling check. I said, I did say, I said one. you hop up onto the fence and this bird this large bird this large beaked uh, yellow bird head just sort of leans down towards you and and you just immediately strike up a conversation and there's like, immediately like a heart that just appears above yeah, our heads yeah, yeah. just like <laughs> friendship <laughs> unlocks <laughs> and yeah it's just it's just making bird noises at you and you're chatting along your name is going to be chowder <laughs> chowder buckets <laughs> I'm looking over to Valdez uh-huh. Thinking it is not if, present if you were going looking for carts, right? Never mind. Uh, it's, looking over to Ithra, okay. I was thinking it would make some sense to ask around, see if people know what's happening with Valkit. Um, Yes, that's the closest I can get pronouncing that name. Shush. <laughs> um, 
to look at um, and just both what they know about the roads to there and more specifically if anyone has recent information. Yes, perhaps see if somebody has made it from the town up to Grifftop. They had to get the news out somehow. Somebody may know something in town. And they probably have more updated information than I have. So a safe bet. Did you want help asking around? If you're Since interested, almost... um, seems like we've accomplished the buying of birds and we're either getting an invitation to another of Chitanya's relatives or staying at an inn. We've got some time. Yes, I can help. Um, how much... <laughs> How much do the birds cost? <laughs> uh, so Gent has... You will notice that Gent has already paid and signed all the paperwork. That does not change my question. Uh, they're two, <laughs> two, uh, so they are 200 gold per bird. Okay. For a riding bird. And, uh, the... and the, the carriage would be 100 gold. Okay. So. Do you get the sense that this may be the first time in his life he's had access to large quantities of money? And <laughs> Gee, you think? Is... <laughs> the rain <laughs> through the, it. Um, yeah. The golden ticket. The, uh, uh, for what it's worth, Gent, the, 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 the riding birds all come with riding saddles. If you'd like to, uh, you can upgrade to military or exotic saddles. What do those do mechanically for the players? Uh, I think exotic actually would be what we would need for these because they're for unorthodox mounts and giant birds. flightless birds i think would count as unorthodox mounts yeah, let me double let me let me let me check what Probably. the saddles do and you might have to actually get the exotic saddles that's that might be right I can't find the information on them in the book. Is the problem uh, an exotic saddle is required for any ride for riding for riding any aquatic or flying mount? A military saddle gives oh, okay. you advantage on checks to stay mounted. There you go. So those are what they do. And so yeah, so yeah, they would just come with a riding saddle because they they don't fly. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. They ju they just sort of fall a little slower at yes. times. Right. <laughs> It's falling with style. Yeah, if you exactly. so yeah, if you want to get military, yeah, so yeah, military saddles would give you advantage checks to not be unsaddled. I had a horse oh. once. His name was Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. Yeah, we'll throw in we'll throw in military saddles. Are they just book cost? Yeah, so twenty. We had four horses. Okay. Eeny, meeny, miny, and Gerald. I shared Gerald with the friend because we were small. <laughs> And they come with saddlebags. Uh, they, uh, how much would you like to buy some feed? Two weeks worth. All right, for so, all six. Would like corn for chowder, please. <laughs> so yeah, you get you get several you get several barrels full of seed and like and various like specifically designed for these larger birds. Uh, seed, so, seeds and greens. So before Ithram and Carolina leave, while Ghent is shoveling money at this stable hand uh, <laughs> he's gonna put 200 gold into a separate pouch and <laughs> try to hand it over to Ghent to help 
All right, I'll take that on credit, and you'll keep the money currently because you're going to need it for spell reagents. So that's my investment on our group's combat capacity. Done? All right, then. All right. Excellent. <laughs> and then I'm going to try to sneak it onto his belt pouch. Give me a slide of hand check. All right. My passive perception is uh, 15. Not advantage. So 10. So, I, I'm, you know what? I got an inspiration last session. We'll Why not? Spend it and we'll assume that second roll is your inspiration roll. Okay. <laughs> so 26. So yeah. Right. You notice nothing, Gent. Nope. Ooh, are we sneaking money into people's pockets? Scuzz wants to do that game. He loves that game. You don't How have much any, money are we sneaking You don't have pocket? any money, Scuzz. You don't have any money. Oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Scuzz definitely, I, I think Scuzz definitely has that moment where he's like, I want to sneak money into people's pockets. And he reaches down. He's like, ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want a sun blink? Once, once it's <laughs> are heading off, so um, do you want this um, rare magical item? Val, remind me to let Valdeth know that Ghent is going to be broke again very soon. <laughs> he's going to be broke. He's going to keep flaunting his money around, and he's going to get broken kneecaps by somebody who wants his money. <laughs> Look, Gent might be Gent might have a hole in his pocket, but he knows better than to truck with loan sharks. So, Not loan sharks, just he's, imagining cause, sharks. Because he's had dissolute friends back in the day. So, Titania and Ariel, you're you're brought into the the Immortals' house. It is fairly well kept on the inside, except for the collapsed portion, uh, which you can see from this end, this like this side of like you go in the front, and immediately to your right, there's just rubble. Um, and, uh, but it's fairly well appointed. There's furniture, bookshelves, various basic amenities. It's, it's a little bit bigger than your, your house back in, uh, back in Taram was, um, but not much larger. Uh, they're also a smaller company than you guys are Mm -hmm. by one person. Um, well, technically four people, if you count the retainers and we just lost someone and I don't know who. Uh, Nikki? Uh, no. Nope, Mara. We lost Mara. Mara. Okay. Mara. <laughs> every time Mara I'm talking... Nikki is now where Mara was on Every time I'm talking to Mara, Mara's internet craps out. <laughs> we'll continue on with Ariel. Her internet's just like, you don't need this information. Yeah, you don't have it. Um, they I mean... That's fine. Okay, they, they invite you in, uh, and, and you sit down. Uh, very shortly... Uh, you realize as they're coming in that they're probably not going to be able to provide you rooms for the night uh, mostly because part of their house is collapsed <laughs> like just looking around right. at the size Ariel and just, just making basic guesstimates any guest rooms that they would that they would have had would either be now being used to house whoever's rooms were collapsed or would have been under that rubble um but they do invite you in for food, and uh, eventually the other two members of the the Immortals arrive. Um, we will probably have to get back to this once. Yeah, no, that's fine. I was going to say that it doesn't do a lot of good to describe the 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 place of Titania's relative. Yeah. When, yeah. 
But that's the, that's the relevant information you get, is that they're probably not going to be able to, if you wanted to send a message off to someone uh, before... Yeah, I will, I, will, I will pass that along. While Titania's talking to her relatives. Yeah. Uh, the rest to of... Valdeth. So yeah, Valdeth, you, you, uh, while you're sitting at the... Uh, at the the, 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 the... the absent hog, you get a message from Ariel saying... Welcome back! There's definitely not enough room here for us. All right. Well, I found a tavern that we can stay at for the evening. Perfect. All right. And now that Mara's back, I can continue the descriptions that I was giving. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> God, <laughs> Mara. How dare you have shitty internet? Um, mm-hmm. So the the uh, as Ariel determined, uh, there's not going to be there's, there is not enough room in this house for your company to stay, mostly mm-hmm. because of the collapsed wall or the collapsed side that you can tell from the inside Fair. of the room. Um, yep. But they do bring you in. They offer you drinks. Uh, they they are more than happy to chat with you. And eventually, the other two members of the company, uh, uh, Vidalari, a uh, a very pale skinned elf elven woman with pitch black eyes, like the pupil iris sclera all of it solid black um and uh zaya a a a, a blue-skinned woman that looks like an elf but with finned ears and gills on her neck okay uh brava is very happy to see you obviously do you give her the, the the swords Yes. Uh-huh. These are from your family. Oh, thank you. I have been waiting on these, actually. Uh, I, I, got, I got them commissioned in Toronto last time I was there, and it was going to take a while for them to to get here. So, mm-hmm. uh, thank you. And she pulls them out, and as she draws them out, like, you, these are very, very well-made scimitars. And she sort of, like, uh, the one of them she just feels, feels about for a little bit, uh, tosses it up, catches it, uh, and then flicks her wrist. And as she does, you see a crack of, of electricity just sort of emanate up the side of the blade and back down into the hilt. Yes, that will do nicely. Thank you. You're welcome. Does they look very flourish. nice. Does a little flourish and sheaths them. They are nice, and they're going to be very useful because uh, my old <laughs> scimitars are a little bit on the busted side now, so... What happened? Well, um, there was a we we had a we had a job. There was a golem rampaging in the mountains east of Boreos, uh, and I sort of broke my scimitars in its ass, literally, like mm-hmm. behind it, flanking, stabbed up, and then they just sort of snapped. So, yeah, needed new ones. And then Sabella sort of suplexed it, and that was pretty much the end of it. But, you know, broken swords in the in the process. Sabella is just sort of leaning back, just sort of flexes a little bit casually at the, at the mention of her suplexing a golem. Yeah. So what, uh, I like, I, I get that you guys are buying and building a house, but it's not going to be built for a while, right? What brings you guys out here right now? No, a couple weeks. Um, Vlad? Vlakta uh, is apparently having some sort of problem with zombies, so we're there to help the town out. Oh. The whole thing. Hmm. You might check with. You uh, heard anything? 
No, but um, there's actually a Griffin company here that specializes in undead. You might check with them and see if they know anything about it. Ooh, uh, which one's that? It's the Ivory Legion. They just moved in not too long ago. Um, they have a they have a tower. You can't miss it. There's a giant skeleton outside holding a sign that says the Ivory Legion. Is it the 14 foot yard skeleton from Home Depot with a sign? Yes, <laughs> kind of. I now that I wish I had one of those at my job. <laughs> kind of, but it's a little bit it's it's a little bit wider. It's 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 very distinctly an ogre skeleton. Okay, all right. Okay, no, we'll definitely have to check that out. Thank you for the tip. Um, wow. Yeah. Lovely. They yeah they 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 specialize in undead things, so they might know more. We'll definitely check those out. Mm. That's a good hint. Um, Indeed. Thank you so much for the hospitality. It was lovely to see you again. It's great seeing you too. Maybe someday we can work on a job together if you guys are moving to town. Lots of people here, you know, do collaborative work, so. Maybe, yeah. And if we need someone, we can maybe see if, yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got, had a couple of jobs with the with uh, Uncle Barnabas, so. Oh, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Military work pays real well. Yep. Well, I mean, they can afford it, right? So, but yeah. Well, it's great to see you, Aunt Titania. Mm-hmm. And you should know that I might have a wedding pretty soon, Val and I, and also Gets. Oh, congratulations. Do you have a date set? Not yet. Still figuring that out. But you should get that done. Mm-hmm. No, we'll be, we'll be happy to attend. Yes. She gives you a hug. Ready to go? Yep. And head out with Ariel. All right. Yep. You guys head out. Uh, Valdeth, I assume you tell everyone where the, the inn is? Yes, I tell. I, I send the message to everyone of where the, the absent hog is. It, presumably dead center in the city, because you said it was part of the original town before everything got built out of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's closer to the cliff. Um... So yeah, you guys, at, at, at some point in the near future, uh, a carriage being pulled by six giant birds of varying colors. Uh, it's on one of them. Ariel, Titania, and Valdeth all wow. collide in front of this inn. What the hell? Cool. Ta-da! They, they come quite highly recommended and have some unique abilities that might be helpful in the future. Uh, Titania, this is uh, Chowder, Parabola, Trajectory, Vector, Ballistic, and Caliber in order. There are... Right. There okay. Is, for, for edification, there is a yellow one, a green one, a blue one, a white one, uh, a black one, and a like pale pink one. The pink one's caliber. The, we need Sorry. to get the golden choking uh, bow, damn it. Hang on, and a red one. Sorry, there's six of them. Yeah. We oh, get the golden hey, I got green I got yellow, green, black, white. Oh, and then yellow, green, yellow, green, blue, blue, blue green, white, blue. black, black, pink. Pink, mm -hmm. pink, that's it, yeah. So right. there you go. Chowder's the yellow one. We don't, we don't have one of, we don't have yes, one of these that can both climb mountains and walk up rivers. <laughs> I can see that, Scuzz. It's a very they're very that's yeah, very and nice. These the like 
at at full like the the saddle stands at about seven feet up. Their full so height cool. the 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 sorry not the sorry the saddle stands about six feet up. Uh, but their full height, like when you get to the head of the bird, is like another four feet. So. Oh, I yep. love it. They're huge. <clears throat> Scuzz had to do a whole like run and jump on to, <laughs> have, to the bird. They, 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 you have like a rope ladder. <laughs> they can sit down though, so like it's really easy for them to sit down for you to get on. That's good. I no, mean, it's funnier if he has to run up. I mean, Scuzz has spider climb shoes now. He doesn't have to climb yeah. ever. He just he just walks up shit now. I gotta keep my knees nice and limber. I don't want crackly knees like you old folks. <laughs> you take that back. I got that fixed. <laughs> what, the old folks thing or the crackly knees? Both. <laughs> the, the sudden just, faint memory of crackly knees again. I just <laughs> lean over and say, when we inevitably have to eat them, I do hope they taste like chicken. <laughs> The white I can probably make good I would, cherries the, and the white one uh Ariel is just sort of disaffectedly looking at the rest of you as if none of you are worth its time. <laughs> Taken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vector you, belongs to Ariel. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll keeping take the notes. pink one. All right. You get caliber. <laughs> Do I have any other requests for when we do have to do riding and they're not all pulling the coach? Hmm. Obviously, Scuzz Chowder is yours. I mean, so, she's not mine. Me and her are just best friends, and she lets yes. me ride her. Your assigned one, I mean. I mean, yeah, I don't think she let anybody else ride her because I'm the best. So what are the supposed special properties of these birds? To be clear, that one is mine, not my friend. <laughs> uh, they've got gliding capabilities <laughs> love uh, they you, if, if there's if there's a hazard or rough terrain they are capable of at least gliding a short distance which horses are not funnily Fair. enough probably, no. can't, probably can't do that while pulling a carriage though Unlikely. Can you, there is one way to find could. out that it is expensive. You definitely cannot glide a horse. Shouta, can you and all six of these birds gently glide the wagon down gently and safely on a canyon? I don't think you can gently glide a wagon down what? safely anything. You can if you absolutely must use a horse as a surfboard. To 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 oh, no. sort of when you're falling, just use it to sort of glide onto the ground. It's tricky, but you can do it. Oh my god! The, ho- the horse always has to be shot after the fact. However, oh god. I mean, that horse is this, fucked. This after. went this went a very dark place. I mean, in Skyrim, you can use a horse to climb straight up a mountain. So, yep. Mm-hmm. That's the getting back down part that I struggle with. It's true. <laughs> yes, how much for a Skyrim horse where I can just go? Those are just those Hor- are just horseshoes of spider climb. Yeah, those are just horseshoes of spider climb. Ooh, we could do that. Up with birds. All right. Have birds but now. That sounds like <laughs> the worst idea in the world at this particular moment. You could get like really, Ariel. The concept of a spider horse doesn't sound appealing. I have no idea where you're coming from with that. That would be horrifying. 
<laughs> I'm I'm not even concerned about the horrifying aspect. I'm concerned about when the this horse decides to walk off and climb up something, and we have to then try and get it down. You just like. There's just horse shit raining from above. Also that. Because <laughs> the horse is upside down underneath the balcony. It yeah. is tactically irresponsible. Although, imagine a cavalry brigade that doesn't give a shit about fortifications. <laughs> what? They just, cav- they just cavalry charge the keep and go it. straight up the walls <laughs> with their lances? Yep, right. <laughs> it's like... Anyway, the, pro- the big thing. problem is the 90 degree turns <laughs> <laughs> well it's dark I'm hungry and we need to leave early tomorrow uh, you can get everything here except for pork do we know why it's called the absent hog that seems like a consequence not a reason <laughs> it could be both chicken egg <laughs> All I know is I understood why it was named that after I realized they had nothing pig-related on their menu. No, that absolutely makes sense. I'm just idly curious about the rationale behind it, but I don't really care enough to find out. Let's get some food. Hmm? You get in, you make your orders. There's a turtle behind the bar. Uh, You have food and go to bed. Uh, Costs you... Rooms for the night will cost you... The standard fare of hang on. Bah, bah, bah. There we go. I would have paid for these ahead of time. Yeah, uh, three silver a person. Or sorry, five okay. silver. Uh, five silver a person. So. And a silver for the meal. Uh, yeah, you get your food. You get your rest. You have a long rest. Oh. Before we rest, oh, go ahead. just one thing. Uh, I'm going to pull Gent aside. I would like to introduce you. And it takes a minute, and he's going to cast Dragon Pact. Okay. And he's going to summon a blue dragon wormling. And this is Osanom. He's a wormling right now. Or they are a wormling right now. But uh, eventually they will i will be able to summon them at large enough to ride so to be clear you 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 do this outside because yes wormlings yes, are yes, still the size of you right i was gonna say yeah, they're, they're still, still medium, medium creatures, yeah they're still right? medium yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you right. outside and there is suddenly a very large dragon right next to you just not as large as they can be yeah. I'm just imagining a very big Komodo dragon, and you're like, that's not that big. And then you see, and you're like, oh, that's really big. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah, no, that's that can totally bigger. eat me. <laughs> that's much bigger than I thought. Yeah, that's nightmare sized. <laughs> For sure. There's just like, you know, little bits of lightning, like just crackling along the jawline of this blue drag, of this blue wormling. Also, none. This is Gent Minar. Acquaint yourselves. And then I'll, for, for the next hour, he's just going to go, you two are buyers, get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like an animal handling check. Dragons. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> really animal handling when it's a sentient creature? Yes. Yep. You still got to shake hands. Here we go. Boop. 
Yay! <laughs> nice. All of the friendships. We're so, so good yeah. You, the first topic that just comes to your mind is tinkering. And so you just start, you pull out a thing you've been working on and just sort of turn it over and immediately this dragon is interested in that and actually just like sort of like the eyes the pupils narrow and it turns and looks and leans in and begins talking to you about creating like like tinkering mm-hmm. with things and crafting things um and yeah you have awesome you have learned that this this dragon is a particular fan of uh of tinkering of technology excellent Fantastic. Fantastic. Asanam and I are going to get along so good. Uh, how long does the spell last, Ithram? One hour. One hour? Yeah. Because I don't have access to planar binding yet. <laughs> oh, I do. You you also, oh, you, you get the sense I can. Get, also, while three interactions again, you get the sense that this is not a true dragon. Um, okay. This is an elemental like spirit that evokes a dragon if uh, okay. and and and, and will explain to you a little bit about mm-hmm. how this spell in particular works because it is a sentient creature um mm-hmm. basically the spell summons the so uh there are certain kinds of dragons that exist primarily on the elemental planes um mm-hmm like fire like uh, flame dragons or lava dragons or, or obsidian dragons things like that right. that are the embodiment of an element as opposed to dragons it from the material plane that are material creatures that have affinities for certain elements these spirits right. are that element given flesh um this spell mm-hmm. basically binds them temporarily into a material form that closest resembles their true form. So in this case, you learn that Asnam is actually a spirit of lightning. Right. Uh, and, and, and bound in the form of a blue dragon because that's the closest thing they can get. Cool. So yeah, we'll just spend an hour shooting the shit about tinkering and stuff. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, and then after the hour, the binding unravels, and there's just a there's just a uh, the 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 blue dragon sort of dissolves into electricity that disperses along the ground. Fantastic. And Gent goes in and goes to bed. <laughs> right. So, you all settle in, get yourselves a long rest, and that's where we're going to take a break. So, for those of you watching on Twitch, please stay tuned for these commercial messages. We'll be back in a few minutes. We're back. So, you've gotten a long rest. The morning comes, not that it matters, because it's still raining. It feels like morning. You can tell when it's warning, even when it's raining hard. Oh, yeah. The sun is out to try and kill you again. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. You all awaken to the sound of rain on your windows and on the roof and on the walls. All right. And on the birds outside. (laughs) Hitch up some chocobos to a fancy carriage and get underway. Uh, Did you want to stop and talk to anybody before you head out? Yeah. I... 
I was talking to my cousin and they were, they were saying that the Ivory Legion fights a lot of undead. Maybe we should talk and see what they know about what's been happening down south. She didn't, they didn't have any news. I think they've been off doing their own thing. But. Or do we need to leave at dawn? Dramatically. Up into the rain. I did want to pick up a few supplies, perhaps a single crate. I mean, everything that I do, I do dramatically. You know that. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, if there are no objections, yeah, Ithram, you can go. You can go uh, pick up crates easily enough. Um, and the ivory- medical supplies. How much would that cost? Uh, like what kind of medical supplies? Like, specific? like, like herbs and cloth bandages and this medical poultices. Kit. Be a medical yeah, kit. nothing. So. Oh, medical kit. All yeah. right. Probably some medical healer's kit. kit. Healer's kit. Yeah. Pick yourself up a healer's kit. Will uh, do. So yeah, the the ivory the ivory legion is not difficult to find. They are right next to the exit. It is a tall tower with a giant skeleton in front of it, holding a sign that says "Ivory Legion." There's a strange atmosphere to this. I don't know what I like if I like it or not. The giant skeleton is looking at you. Is it moving or just looking at? Us? Oh no! It's yeah. It's, it, it, it it like it's not walking. It's just sort of standing there idly. It's just a skeleton. It's is it an idle thing? animation? Yeah. <laughs> Spoopy, that's the word. I feel like that's supposed to have a K in it. What did I say? Hmm? Spoopy. Weird. <laughs> that's one big army guy. The skeleton. Yeah, let's just go up and say hello. Looks down at the sign, realizes I'm it's sorry, holding it upside I will not down. Be saying hello to the end. Flips it upside down. <laughs> Hello. Call out. Can you let the Ivory Legion know we're 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 the uh, Steel Hearts, and we have a couple questions about uh, fighting undead and tips. It looks down at the door in the tower, reaches down with one hand. Thank you. To hold the. After a few minutes, the door opens and. You all see a familiar individual step out. Uh, it's been a while since you've seen him in person, uh, and a few things have changed. Uh, he's wearing much more well-put-together clothes now, uh, and his long black hair that was swept back now has a few streaks of white in it, uh, but you are looking at Adam. Oh! Who steps out the door. Hi! Oh! You guys, Hello! Adam. Still has the permanent five o'clock shadow on his face. My friend Adam. Hey, Scuzz. Scuzz going to run up and hug his leg. You run up and do so. He lifts the leg up with you holding on to it. Hey, Scuzz, pat you on the head. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Good. We're headed down uh, south to maybe fight some zombies. So we're wondering. We heard you all. That are you in this company now? I run it. Whoa! You How? And you already got a house. Well, kind of. Make an Arcana check, Gent and Ariel, or anyone else who wants to. All right, Ithram. Why not? I'm gonna try it because I asked the question. 
50. 24. 18. I know zombies. <laughs> 21. I know magic construction. Uh, so Ariel, Ghent, and Carolina, you can tell this tower is a portable tower. It has the telltale signs of the kind of thing that shrinks down and can be put into a bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised they have permits for these. Ghent leans over to Ariel. Should we ask him? About the deck? Maybe I... Certainly could. John, it's been a while since Mm -hmm. that session we had down at the Mysterium. When he unmade magic items, was there any energy overflow or anything? Or did it just kind of fizzle? It just... Like it, it, he treated, he treat he he was able to treat magic items as if they were ordinary items. Okay, so there's nothing that Ghent has seen around Adam that would make him think if he tried to unmake the deck of many things, it could level a city block or yeah, something no, like there, that. There was no, okay. there was However, no. However, I backlash. don't believe they tried anything of the power of a divine artifact. But oh, yeah, right, exactly. It so. doesn't hurt to ask. Well, other than. We will be we'll be spreading information that we have it. That's the only concern. Right. All right. I'll hold off for now. But at least we know where to find him. But uh, he, uh, but yeah, he has, so, oh, so you're fighting? You're going down to fight zombies, or yeah. undead in general? Yeah. Uh, undead. I hadn't heard anything about it. But, in search of uh, hopefully necromancers. Oh. Anybody in particular? Um, was CNN the necromancer that was there specifically or the guy we're ultimately looking for? I know what you said, but I heard in my head CNN. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you've actually heard that name in character. Um, right. Sorry. But no, that's not the name. So of the not the guy. <laughs> that is the guy we're ultimately looking yeah, for. Yeah, you're looking for a shattered skull. That is the answer yeah. I needed. Um we believe it's people working with the shattered or wait no we have no idea if this is connected to the necromancer we're searching correct someone powerful enough or well connected enough of to pose a threat to a small town Hmm. uh well i don't know Hang on, uh, come on in. And he sort of like just waves and, and, and like Whiskas still on his leg walks into the build into the tower. And you I have yet to also, be asked I to recover our magic items, so can we not bring the person that breaks them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, also, uh, uh, he only breaks them occasionally. Um, <laughs> he, he hasn't broken this tower, evidently. Uh, <laughs> Uh, as as he steps inside, you can hear him calling out, uh, "Runervon, Altan, come come on down." Uh, 
guys, you you see the inside of this tower. It's much larger on the inside than it is on the outside, and it's just like sort of the spiraling nice. tower that has rooms going off of various sides, going up. It's sta- sort of like it looks like the decoration is probably standard and comes with things, though there are a number of skeletal minions inside, like doing basic chores. Like there is a, there is a, there is at least one skeleton that is like cleaning the walls, another with a broom on an upper level sweeping oh hypoallergenic uh uh staff excellent awesome are the rooms individualized uh yes awesome <laughs> adam says not understanding why the question's being asked um in res- no reason in response to his call uh you see a a green scaled dragonborn wearing very immaculate white and gold robes uh carrying a staff you know wheel- carrying a staff and a looks like a human though you can't really tell you can see they have dark brown skin on their hands and their face is completely wrapped in bandages except for one eye that you can see the sort of glowing blue purplish energy coming out of hello and they're wearing bright purple and gold and green and blue all up and down their coat that's fair the, as a statement. The, uh, the, 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 the... Dragonborn looks like he raided my grandfather's wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> they come down. Uh, Runavon, Altan, apparently there's some necromancers doing shady shit down south. You guys know anything about it? Runavon, the Dragonborn, thinks about it for a minute. Well, there are a few cabals that operate in the area, though none that I'm familiar with personally. I'm not certain if there are any other practitioners in the area. I'd have to scry. Ultan pulls out a deck of tarot cards, flips them over, cycles them around, then looks up and sort of locks eyes with Ariel. Draw a card. Sorry, what is this? Uh, it's a humanoid figure. Or sorry, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the, the, unless it's very clear on the deck, that was verbal. Yes, yes. He said, oh, "Okay." Um, he he looks tarot cards. Just tarot cards. <laughs> we have some card. They're how I work my magic. Mm. Concerns. Mm. I lost all, all my magic. I thought you were uh, fine mm. with magic. <clears throat> fine. I, I am. But I would still like to know what I'm getting into. Thank you very much. It's an augury. I'll... I take one. You pull it out, and the card at first looks blank, and then shimmers as a broken skull appears on it. He takes the card from you. There is an immediate, like, very hard, very discerning stare. He takes it from you. Shows it to Runavon. Oh, those bastards. All right. <laughs> there's like there's this green dragons are known for their sort of poison 
nature and you can definitely get a sense of the s the, the sort of the poison bile dripping as he responds to this image i like this guy Ultan looks at it well i'm not familiar with the symbol myself but whoever's whoever's up to trouble down south is likely carrying something that looks like this is it the devil is that the Go for it. Why, why did you tell me to? The spirits suggested that you would be the best person to draw from. Of course they did. The spirits, I see. Our spirits? Desmond, your brain is like... Aside from the symbol, are you at all familiar with the Cabal of the Shattered Skull? Insight. Go ahead, make an insight check. Heck. 26. You've... Gen's poking the door jam to try and figure out how this tower works. <laughs> he sort of waves. Uh, he uh, as he as as he says that, and as you sort of like are eyeing him up, the card that he's holding disappears from his hand, and you swear you see a ghost step behind him before it goes away. He, he's talking literal Boom. spirits. <laughs> like hand is on gun. Hey. Before They're even thinking about it. Us. Uh, I can't do that unless the character I converse with died. spirits. Damn. Wow. Of course you do. They tell okay. me what I need to know, and the cards fill in the rest. Did you animate all the skeletons around here? It's impressive. That would be my work, my dear, the dragonborn says, bowing slightly. Did the spirit that told you this have a name? No. They don't converse directly in that manner. It's more impressions and emotions. We wouldn't, want it, we wouldn't want it to make sense after all. No, it's not about sense. It's just about belief, really. It's doubly annoying that you just agreed with me. <laughs> Someone's a bit of a hypocrite of an ASMR. You can't, you can't, you, you can't, you can't see the smile because of the bandages, but you can tell he's smiling at you. Crinkle of the eye. Yeah, it's just a little... Uh, Runavon. Runavon, Titania, at your compliment, Runavon has gone into a lengthy dissertation about the complexities and intricacies of necromancy and the animation of skeletons and the 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 contracts one makes to to provide, uh, you know, a, conti- a continuous workforce of this nature and quality. Titania is attempting to follow along for once. You mean she intelligence check. She normally just tunes it out, but... <laughs> yeah, it was about to be like, she's not going to listen. Bit of a deadline. Uh, Do you cause... know anything about the Shattered Skull or Cabal in particular? Uh, Titania, give me an intelligence check real quick, just to see how much of it you got before Carolina hopped in. Sure, sure. Scuzz is also listening in with Carolina. Yeah, give me an... Uh... <laughs> You, you I'm gonna I'm gonna use one of my inspirations. Right, go I ahead. have one. Go ahead. I have two. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's Is this that. intelligence? Yeah. Now you want a zombie army. You wonder why I say that magic corrupts. <laughs> uh you've you managed to follow along fairly easily. Uh he uh you you gather that he spends a lot of time preparing animate dead spells and using them to maintain the workforce. And he's probably not the only one, based on what he's talking in in the group, but... Yes, the Shattered Skull. They are a particularly pesky cabal of necromancers that uh, frequent 
isolated areas where they can work their magics. If you're going up against a member of the uh, of the Shattered Skull, then you'll look out for ways of isolation. They tend to cut off their targets from others before implementing their plans. There might be a magical barrier surrounding the town. It might be impossible to leave until the necromancer in question is dealt with. They prefer others to do their work for them, so expect an army of undead. Uh, depending on the variety and inclination, they may also specialize in an elemental magic, typically poisons, acids, or ice. They have a particularly long grudge with uh, several other necromantic cabals, as well as any, as well as most independent necromancers. They hire rather aggressively, shall I say? Is that how you were first acquainted with them? Myself, no. I have a long and respected lineage of teaching magic in the Arcana Mysterium before I retired and decided to go adventuring. Yeah. I was brought back. I can tell. Is it like a smell or a... Like... An aura. I told you, Scuzz, I can see it too. No, I just like checking with, with, with everybody that says that. Maybe, maybe, maybe I could be a lie detector test. If somebody says that they're like, they know about undead, but they can't see the like... Undead or around me, they're lying. That's not a bad Why would they idea. lie about that? That's usually weird. Many people like to lie for personal gain. Such charlatans decorate the globe. You don't say. Indeed. Adam, Adam, off to one side, is just like doing this behind <laughs> back. What does that mean? <laughs> Don't worry about I'll tell it. you when you're older, Skull. <laughs> My name's not Skull. I know I'm an undead, but... <laughs> Scuzz. Pretty sure Scuzz is Gen older. Gen gives you a wink. Mm. Yeah, so, well. Scuzz is old enough to know about sex. He doesn't really know about rude hand gestures. Except for, like, <laughs> the obvious ones. Mm. But yeah. Uh, you guys need any backup, or are you good? Adam asks. Please look good. Cool. We should be fine. Well, if we don't hear from you, we'll assume you're dead. I mean, you have link pearls, yes? Yeah. Is we go, we can send them out. If things get horribly bad, we might just contact you via link pearl. Cool. Well, we'll be here for a while before we move on. So, have fun. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Bye. We have to go because this is a somewhat urgent thing. Yes. We should be on our way. Let's get moving. Yeah. You guys head out. Leaving the Ivory Legion Tower and their wacky necromancers behind. Gent's like 30 seconds late getting out the door. I have no idea how that thing fits together. Lucky necromancy. Oh, why didn't you ask? Magic, probably. Yes. Complicated, um, though. 
I'm using my dubious knowledge to know how that fits together. Give it, that would be Arcana, John? Yeah. Wait, that's all made out of magic? Well, yes. not Carolina just begins a treatise of advanced arcana terms and artificer incantations. I'm assuming a natural 20 yeah. succeeds or at with, least with a, lets her bullshit with. With the natural 20, um, yeah, it, it it's it's magic. Like it is basically it is a it is an extra dimensional tower that is shrunk down into an icon for travel, and then the icon is reconstituted into the extra dimensional. It's tower. a framework of symbology magic that it draws upon miniaturization techniques and extra planar gateway. Is its equivalent to this spell, but you know, inside of an object. Hey, Carolina, can I ask you a personal question? Feel free to say no, or just refuse to answer. Hmm? Go ahead. I don't have a filter anymore. What is your very earliest memory? John, can I go for this, or is there something specific? Sure, if you want. Um. Back in the true library, there aren't windows or doors, but there are stained glass. And one of them in in one of the labs was a stained glass of the sun. The way you see the sun depicted in cartoon with of the shapes. Circle, rays, that sort of thing. And uh, I have to check a name from my bio, sorry. Um, And Cancer was looking after me for the afternoon, and he put some light magic, probably just a cantrip or something, into it. And... I thought that was the brightest thing that could ever be. That that must be the real sun because nothing could be that shiny or bright. Well, that's hardly conclusive, but thank you. Hmm. What were you looking for? I've got a working theory that you are actually a spell book that was transfigured or polymorphed somehow into a humanoid form, and the library wants you back because you're an overdue book. <laughs> I really, <laughs> really That's terrible. Hope. Carolina's a person. <laughs> Sorry, I, I do. Ariel used to be a human. <laughs> yes, think- but humanoids are easier to transfigure into other humanoids or beasts than inanimate books. Also, I hate books. Why would I be a book? Maybe that's why you hate books. Self-hatred. But um, yeah. regardless, oh, first of all, know. thank you for dragging me into that conversation. Second I of apologize. All, it's quite all right. I'm, I'm mostly joking. Second of all, don't have your filter anymore. Yeah, no. Wait, Titania didn't tell all of you all of my emotional secrets the minute... And I left her alone with any of you? No. Of course hey, not. I didn't expect that. Um, no. I have some sort of magic hangover from the deck of many things. The closest I can get to explaining exactly what happened to me is that it feels a lot like 
how it looks when our resident Aladrin changes seasons. <gasps> I don't have a filter. I don't have impulse control. And I'm trying really hard to stay on task and get to Valky and beat up a necromancer so I can keep my job through my entire brain resetting how it works. Well, then, yeah. Let's get on the road. I should clarify my emphasis. Any more? <laughs> Believe it or not, I really did practice a lot of restraint, and I still try to. You'll notice that I haven't blown up our company house with flumps any time I burn myself on the stove. And leans over to Which is Tanya. called Barbarians with Restraint. <laughs> Valdeth and I know that you're very good at keeping secrets. Mm. Thanks. Uh, I'm... Yeah, I literally don't know what to say to that. I have restraint. I haven't blown up our domicile. <laughs> you realize that incidental magic happens whenever I get angry. Yes, I have noticed. <laughs> also, I'm pretty good at referring to people with their proper titles and navigating bureaucracies and all of the other things that a geist needs restraint for. That has and nothing to do the with people- the filter. I, I, I know many nobles who have absolutely zero... There is nothing that... Did I tell you anything about my past? before or I no longer was able to keep a filter on it. Apparently you thought you did, but well that yes, I thought cool. that most of it had been explained incidentally, but they got a, a, I used to be much better at dodging questions. I will let the matter think- drop. Gent's just sort of nudging Ithram towards the, the coach. <laughs> oh, he's I assume already, that we're yeah. doing this as we're actually getting in the <laughs> oh, okay. places. It's called walk and talk. It's a thing that D&D oh, players are doing. Okay. We, we, we are we're full. Aaron Sorkining this shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we assumed walk and talk. Yes, I love this. Typically movie. you say walk and talk, but all right. Uh, <laughs> so. I feel like after the third time someone has referenced that we're getting on the road, the assumption is we're having we're this We're in the process of getting, of getting on, on the road. road. Unless it's specifically mentioned that somebody stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get on the road, you start heading south. Uh, very quickly, you have to turn off the main roads, uh, and you find that the, 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 the not main roads are not very well upkept. Uh, they're not as muddy as the main roads are, because the main roads are mostly pounded dirt and some gravel. Um, but they're also not as smooth. Uh, they're more bumpy and rocky and hilly and things, but the, one of the things you notice is, if you're not in a carriage... Uh, the ride is fairly pleasant because the uh, giant birds have built-in shock absorbers in their knees. Uh, if you are riding on the, if you're riding in the carriage, it's kind of bumpy. So uh, that's a question: uh, How many people are riding in the carriage? Gentes, scuzzes on chowder until he has to go inside. Ithram is driving. Till there is no option to not be in the carriage. Yeah. All right. 
Carolina oh, will be napping so that she can take over for Ithram. Well, that's Tanya. Oh, this is probably sitting in the carriage, yeah. I'll be in the carriage then. Okay, so most of you are in the carriage. Scuzz is on a Scuzz, the ride is perfectly smooth and comfy the entire way. Everyone else? <laughs> uh, so you get like the yeah, exactly. <laughs> as as you as you confirm with your buttocks that this is not the kind of road a carriage is meant to go down. Carolina does not seem to mind. But after a while of uncomfortable riding, and actually fairly quickly, uh, you you note, Ithram, you note that the birds move about as fast as, they, they move at the same speed as horses do, but along this particular kind of terrain, they move faster than horses would. Uh, and you can actually, from your riding position, you can see they don't step, they, they don't, they don't actually step on any of the rocks. They, their talons, because they have these giant, massive bird talons, they sort of balance on the tips of their talons on rocks that get underneath them and push off their toes, basically, so that they never actually, so that the flat of their, the flat of their talons never actually touches the rock. Yeah. Uh, which means that they don't have to slow down because their their toes are sensitive enough that they can just go over difficult terrain without slowing down. Um, which is part of why the carriage is bumping so bad because they're not taking it slow. But well, yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> we we got to get there, so I'll let them go at their own pace so long as it doesn't also break the carriage. Make a perception check. Can I also make a perception check and or help him? Yeah. Uh, do you want advantage or? No, you can look too. Fifteen. Nine. <laughs> uh, with a fifteen, you sort of keeping you're keeping an eye on the on on the wheels, Ithram, as you're as you're as you're driving, and they seem pretty sturdy. This is a, as much as it's not designed for this kind of road, it's much better put together than the one you rode into Griftop on. Uh, so it 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 can take some amount of beating before anything breaks. Yeah, and if we like crest a hill and see the village from a, a distance, uh, that's when he'll probably slow it down and bring it to a halt so that we can probably ride the rest of the way in. At about just as the sun is beginning to set, because the birds are, are so fast over this terrain, you actually make better time than you would otherwise. As the sun is about to set, you crest over a hill that looks down into this valley where the city is, where the town is. And you immediately notice something not right. Uh, the entire valley below you is coated in fog. So is it is it the 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 giant army of liches in the center of the town? No, uh, it is an impen it's a visually impenetrable, basically cloud all over the all over the town. You can barely see the tops of cer of some buildings. You can see the second floor of an inn, and you can see a spire of a uh, the spire of a church, and that's it. Well, that's, that's a hell of a fall. Yeah, bunch. so I'll oh. I'll pulling the reins and the the, the we the, should the, the friends take a look at these the birds pull to a halt we see it's it. a bog fank yeah oh. it is very very bad yes should be absolutely shit for visibility i can i, I, I don't, don't have 
Do you have any idea what kind of magic this could be? Arcana, religion. They make uh, either Arcana or religion. I have I a spell similar to this, but yes. Uh, I don't know why they're always asked. Arcana, religion, <laughs> I have plus zero in both. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 18. Perfectly average. 15, I will accept that. Can I do any sort of nature check to tell if anything might be yeah, like you can, just... make a, you can make a nature check. Yeah. Exacerbated by things or like some other mundane sort of effect. It's just a low lying area. The fog naturally <laughs> gathers there. Yeah. yeah What's the it's, deal, it's, guys? Yeah. Okay. For that. Cold it's... rain on, on <laughs> soil. It's not how fog works. That fog one. is not usually impenetrable unless it's magic. Uh, well, the seven to Tanya. I mean, it's really heavy fog. You see yeah, this all the time crazy. on the ocean. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's still, like, a <laughs> pond down there. Um, ah, yes. A pond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for everyone else, uh... Is it magic? I mean, yes, it's definitely magic. <laughs> Ithram, it's similar to Fog Cloud, but Fog Cloud doesn't cover this distance uh, uh, yeah no i have mordenkainen's private sanctum so that covers a very large area yeah but in even, fog even, like this but that's yeah, a lot that, that seems like a lot larger this is much larger than that could possibly do um it's de- you you would assume it has something to do with the thing that you were told previously about how the shattered skull likes to isolate villages that they're attacking with with i realize i only rolled a 17 it was mentioned that some of them are ice magic specialists. Would this be a kind of ice magic potentially, or just you know? This is it, it potentially. Uh, it, it it could be. It could also just be part of their uh, part of their uh, uh, containment magic. Right. Well, well, however they're doing it, this is why Velaki is isolated. <laughs> I can um actually. That is exactly why Velaki is isolated. Honestly, is the fog. Vlakti. I'm going. I'm never gonna pronounce this name right, and I've just accepted it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Titania's off to the side, starting to cast something. She's gonna do commune with nature as a ritual. Okay. Well, I don't think we're going to want to bring the birds into that unless we want to lose them in the fog. You know, Ariel is already dismounting. And withdrawing, uh, 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 Emperor, whatever the fuck. The Emperor's virtue. Or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yes, Scuzz leaps down from child and she's like, You be good here, don't get eaten, and I'll be back. Use your big feet to fight off anything that tries to eat you. What? I love you too. Okay. There's just two, 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 actually, there's just a. The, the the white the white bird just gives you a, a an icy glare. Exactly. <laughs> and and as you look into the eyes of this bird, you know this one has killed before. Yes. <laughs> I am so proud, but I can't know. Imagine your OTP. Velvet <laughs> oh, just kind of steps down out of the carriage and just like just clenches a fist and then there's a crackling lightning staff and she just kind of slings it over her shoulders. All right. Tanya's crouched down off to the side, fingers in the dirt, in the mud, just sort of like squinting. So we are are entering into a a town that is infested with necromancers. 
with fog that will probably block even our enhanced vision. Clearly what we need to do is split up and attack it from different directions. Yeah, that's that's that. Scuzz is already on that. I was that wasn't shooting Scuzz. I was joking, Scuzz. Goodbye. <laughs> Joint grab. It's sure Dex say we can make you grab the nose. Scuzz's Scuzz's feet are kicking furiously as Valdeth, Ariel, and Carolina all grab at the same time. It's not kicking furiously. He's doing the thing, you know, when dogs are in the water and they still think they're swimming. Yeah. Exactly. His feet are like. He's still tiptoeing in the air. Yeah, still, still tiptoeing in the air. <laughs> like the Flintstones when they're running, but they're being held up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's a thought, and I realize Carolina feels that time is of the essence. What if we wait and do this during daylight hours? Hmm? Fog would make much of a difference there. Here's the concern. I'm worried that this fog could be preventing the potential positive effects of daylight against un- certain kinds of undead. But indeed, I can help blow fog away. You're concentrating. You can't talk. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it, here's my concern. We can't see what's going on in there. For all we know. There are sensory magics, or simply there is an army of zombies and skeletons and ghouls and ghasts and vampires and everything else just inside that fog, looking up at us like, "Hey, masters, there's there, there there's some people up there. They look like they're bedding down for the night." There's also a decent chance that once any of us enter the barrier, we will be to leave and possibly won't be able to send a communication outside of it. It's not impossible. All right. Just wanted, wanted to ask. In most situations, I would agree with you. I think there's too much too much chance that we will be setting ourselves up for an ambush in that case. If Roman and I can only ward a camp so well. And that's very well, but it's not going to help much if a powerful spellcaster just doesn't feel like dealing with it. True. Fuck them, I'm powerful. And I mean, I don't think, I'm not too familiar with any of your medics, but I don't think any of them prevent someone from just walking in. They walking, might know one does, but I don't think it stops them from doing it. No, they can walk it, in. It would let me know. That's yeah. All. So I don't think, I don't think any of those spells, the army of undead, from just marching on us while we are asleep. It might wake us up before they get to us. But does anyone have any form of far-seeing magic that we can see if it passes through the barrier, just to get more info about the barrier? At this point, Titania, your spell fires off. Woo! Uh, what do I see? Uh, so, well, you 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 gain three facts of your choice about any of the following subjects as they relate to the area. So, which which fact, which three of these would you like facts about? All right, powerful undead. Okay. All inside the fog. Okay. Is it do do I have any sense of like is there one very powerful thing concentrated somewhere or is it just a lot of little things? 
kind of that. Do you want to use two of your facts for that? I will. All right. There is there is one very powerful thing somewhere on the uh, southwestern side or southeastern side of the village. Um, okay. And there are also lots of smaller undead signatures throughout the town. All right. Like an uncountable yeah. number. Okay. Um, Looking at the size of it, you'd estimate that this town probably, at its peak, had about 10,000 residents. Okay. You're pretty certain Jesus they're Christ. down to... Okay. You're pretty certain they're probably down to, like, 20. Shit. Maybe 50. Based on what you're sensing. Fuck. Um... Would influence from other planes of existence give me a sense of like it? Because we were told that uh, they can sometimes ally with elemental things, that type of thing. Would that give me a sense of that or not? I don't know. It might. Might. Okay. Um, Would you like a fact about that? If there's any influence from other planes of existence? Hmm. Terrain might be more useful because we can't see. I mean, we do know that Skull apparently likes to try and break the planar boundaries. Yeah. So that might be relevant. I'll I'll go with that because I can. I there's no limit on casting this spell a couple times. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, there is, you can definitely sense the magic of the shadow fell permeating in the same area as that large undead signature. So Titania has been uncharacteristically quiet in the back. And as you, lo- as you look over, like, bits of root and flower have sort of grown up around Titania's hands and arms as they're pressed into the ground. At which point Titania's eyes open and this information is there. That's not... That's... We're kind of late. There's a lot of undead down there. I think they turned most of the town. There's 20 to 50 people and something big in the southeast that's Define also connected big. or drawing from or something from the Shadowfell. Define big. Um, do I have a dimension? Powerful. Like that? Yeah, you don't, have, don't, powerful. No, you don't have a physical scale, just powerful. Okay. Powerful? Bigger than... Plan. We can't. If if do you have a rough estimate of how many lessers? Um. Well, you know, depending on how many of them fallen apart by this point. Uh. Nine thousand nine. All right. So. <laughs> the head off the snake is it? Yes. We need to. We need to. We need to target the one, and hopefully perhaps whatever necromancers are, are around them. Perhaps the undead is specifically the necromancer. Perhaps there is an undead, and there are also necromancers, but they will probably be in one spot. 
and we can't fight through 9,000 and whatever before we get there because, well, I have no doubts that I can take the 4,600 on the left, Carolina can take the 4,600 on the right, so on, continue that joke. Um, In the process, we'll be worn down enough, we'll be destroyed. Does My dagger lets me travel really quickly with one, I can do it with one other person. Two people against something really powerful is not a whole lot of people. No, but, but I can, so I can do pass without trace and that'll let us travel very quietly. What it's worth, and, uh, as you're looking down, so the town, the town, what you guys can see visually, just to, to clarify, the town is in the middle of a, like, sort of like a, like a cradle valley, um, mm-hmm. and the entire valley is covered in fog. It's not just the town that's in fog. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, as soon as you drop down, like, it, like, it, from where you're at to the fog is about 500 feet. And then it's dense fog, and the sources you were you were getting, Titania, were much mm-hmm. further away from than that. Okay. So they're not like I mean, right on the edge of the fog, but it's could yeah. try and loop around. Um, there may also be an active power source allowing them to create this many undead continuously. Yeah. That if destroyed would prevent them from being operable anymore. But it could just be that they've had enough time to make this money. Given that we have this information, I would say our best tactical advantage will be steer clear of the fog until we can get to a point where we're as physically close as possible to our target beacon and then enter as quickly and quietly as we can, take out whatever's in that area, and hope for the best. Indeed. And if we can't take out that thing, then we'll probably be fine against the literal horde of the undead. Well, and and or that thing itself is in at least probably one of the more defensible areas in town, and we can at least barricade and hope. (laughs) That as well. If you give me a little more time, I can figure out the terrain, what's around, any buildings, that kind of thing. That could be helpful. Mm -hmm. That could be very helpful. Um, So you spend 10 more minutes with your arms in the ground. Yep. Uh, What three more facts would you like? Uh, Terrain and bodies of water. Okay. There is a lake. Um, It's in the middle of the town. From what you can, from from what you're getting, it's sort of like in the center of where this fog is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and around that, again, it's this large, it's this large cradle valley. So it's it's this sort of starts at a steep slope and then gently evens out until it gets down to what you're sensing as farmland, basically in all directions around the the central core of the town. Um, which would mean that, like, in any direction you approach, you'll be passing through farmland before you get to where this undead is. Okay. Um, 
Uh, so that's two. Uh, that used two of them up. Oh, sorry. That was that was only one because it's that that is that is yeah. both yeah one fact about yes. both. So yeah. Um, buildings. Let's go with that. Uh, mostly farmland. So mo you're getting mostly farmland, which means farming. You know, farmhouses and barns and mm -hmm. things. Uh, on the interior of the village, it's mostly residential. There's not a lot there. There there is a church and a shop and a graveyard. Um. There are like there are a couple of specialized buildings, but for the most part, this is a farming community. Yep. Um, like the blacksmith probably mostly handles farm equipment and things like that. Um, the one you can tell the one building whose second story you can see through the fog is an mm -hmm. inn, a fairly large inn. Um, and the graveyard is next to the church spire you can see, which is also where you're sensing that undead. Okay, the big undead? Yeah. Okay. Um, that is in the graveyard, not in the church. But... Got it. Alright. Um, and then... Yeah, because... Uh, I want pants, mineral animals, or people. Um... I don't know if that would be helpful. You could sense where the surviving members of the village are if you wanted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Survivors. Yeah. So you're getting about, now that you're focusing in on that information, there's about between 50 and 60 people still alive. Okay. Uh, they all seem to be concentrated in that inn building. Okay. So Titania will lay out that the the um, kind of general layout of the town. There's that that necromancer, whoever is is in the graveyard. Um, the survivors are in the inn. You can see it's just, it's a tall building. And from where we're standing, can we tell kind of what the proximity between the church and the inn are? Uh, the, yeah. the, the inn is basically, from what you can tell, it looks like mm -hmm. it's right across the road, like whatever main road from the, the church. Okay. So they're pretty, they're pretty close in terms of positioning. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Find a decent vector of approach and sneak in, try and take out whatever that monster you can pick up on is. Tonight? Okay sooner than later yeah that's fair okay do um to, do we want to hide the cart here ride the birds around the other side if we're going to loop hide the oh, we already looped no right now you're still on that hill overlooking because yeah. titania's yeah. been mm -hmm. hands in the dirt scanning they're yeah. bigger and i can't um, let me double check my spell here real quick, because I am not sure off the top of my head. Uh, Pass Without Trace will get me to cover... Oh! Each creature you not... can choose within 30 feet. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can help cover the birds, too. Um, also, that means the birds don't leave bird tracks. Team, especially one of them's hot pink. Yeah. It's <laughs> also almost... Yeah. They're very loud. That wasn't a GM answer, but... <laughs> they're very they're very loud. loud. They're vocal. I don't, okay. I think that these that they're generally trained to stay somewhere and we can leave them out of the way. 
if we want to be sneaky, the chocobos are probably not the right answer. And Ariel can vouch for the killing capacity of at least one of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's get into position, stow the mounts, and go in. So, what side of the village are you wanting to come in on? Are you wanting to come in on the southeastern side? I assume whichever one's closer to the church, unless yeah, that'd be the anybody objects. Side. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yep, southeastern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You... Before we even get out, Ithram pops out shield, uh, flail. Yep. And uh, you... as, yeah. much, as much as I'd love to put this staff to the test, considering our enemy of choice, it's actually going to be more wise as she puts the staff away and pulls out the star metal greatsword. Oh, yeah. Uh, Radiant ooh. damage, Joe. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine sheath because it's bright. Um, I cast uh, Pass Without Trace on us all. Okay. You know, I'll give me stealth checks. So, well, first of all, you, you, round the, you round the thing with the Chocobos and you get to the southeast side. You, you, you set them up just, out, just over the hill so they're not visible from the, from the valley. Um, and then crest over. There's a slight drop and incline before you get down to solid walking ground. Because uh, you're not coming in through a road, you're coming just over the, you're cresting over the hill, uh, and then mm-hmm. very quickly you find yourselves descending into fog. So give me a stealth check. That is Do we have advantage because of the fog? No, because the things that are in the fog can see through it. Okay. Uh, bunch of cheaters. God damn it! Oh, you have God. 18. Oh, oh God! It's a plus ten. Wow. Yeah. 27. 26. <laughs> 18. Come on. People. 17. Well done, spellcasters. <laughs> that's what God we're here you. for. Now, now that we put the greatsword away while they're while they're trying to sneak because it does shed light. Uh, that is literally the lowest I can roll without getting a natural one. <laughs> Scuzz has bookmark and the sunblade hilt, but I can it it doesn't have to be yeah, you don't out. Have to yeah the sunblade doesn't have to be ignited. My three. That was sleight of hands, but I'm assuming it's the same. Oh no, it is not. (laughs) Oh no, it is. Oh yeah. (laughs) So thirty-three. How did I get that wrong? Yeah, twenty. I really like that the two fighters were able to be sneakier than one of the spellcaster. Full plate, by the way. Well, your druid's fine. I'm not here to be sneaky. I'm here to bring thunder. Mm. Okay. Bring the thunder. We need to be sneaky before we bring the thunder. <laughs> so, can you cast silence on my gun? Silence yeah, is a cleric spell. The lowest stealth. <laughs> so the lowest stealth roll you have is a seventeen. Sorry, yeah, is a seventeen. It mm-hmm. is correct. Plus ten for anything else. I rolled an eighteen on the die. But you have a cumulative amount of things happening, so... Yeah. Um, so you begin sneaking in through the fog. Make a survival check, everybody. The fog is so uh, thick, it's difficult to even see each other. Not awful. Sixteen. Uh, and it, Pretty roll good bad. for a minus one. Me and William switched eye. Yeah. <laughs> And as you're moving through very quietly, trying to maintain, and none of you have the none of you have the keen mind uh, uh, feet, do you? Nope, nope. 
So I'm this character now. Trying desperately to maintain the same direction you were going in as you begin to pass through farmland. Uh, oh, wait! Uh, uh, Scuzz holds up bookmark, and he's like, where's north? And the blue gem on it points <laughs> to where north is. Okay, cool. It should be noted. Mm-hmm. For actions that may be happening momentarily. Okay. I do have the alert feat. Yes. Which means other creatures do not gain advantage on attack rolls if I if I don't see them. Correct. I lied. I don't actually have to say anything. I also, I cannot like, be surprised. Mm-hmm. I hold the dagger in my hand flat, and it literally acts like a compass and points north. I'm a little worried we're going to end up stabbing each other, but that's fine. I, I just love the the i as, can't be surprised is, as you <laughs> as you as you guys sort of gather at a at a fence in this farmland to sort of gather your surroundings and scuzzes figuring out which direction is north so that you guys can keep on the same track you realize valdeth and ghent aren't with you anymore well, for fuck's sake are we with each other? You you are with each other, Valdeth and Gint, as you as you also stop to try to get your bearings, and you're sort of not able to see anybody, and you sort of reach out and you 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 grab each other's hands so you can you can tell that you're next to each other, but you've got no idea where the others are in relation to you. Fucking shite. All right, but I have a question for the GM mm-hmm. as Gint is clutching out to reach somebody. Who's holding his other hand? <laughs> well, you're going to have to roll initiative to find out. Uh... Okay. <laughs> as, as Val, that's just sort of stealthy Dan pulls out the great sword. Because now we're alone. I lost track of other people for 30 seconds. Stealth be damned. <laughs> well, it's like we're alone. And if anyone sees us, they're already coming at us. So... So you guys are nowhere near each other at the moment. Wonderful. Even though there's not that much space on this battle map. Uh, so go ahead. And I'm surprised we've got that much vision. The, the, um, I can't see anything, which is correct, but it means that I can't select my token. Uh, That's accurate. Hang on. Let me give you a torch worth of light, because I'm... Uh, actually, no. How much light does your star metal weapon um, generate, if you have one? I need to recheck the star metal weapon, but I don't actually uh, have a contract. Bright light 20, dim light 20. Okay, I will yeah. I will give you that just for when you conjure it, if you conjure it. Um, 20 feet bright, 20 feet dim. Okay. Yeah. And that's light everyone can see. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, well, yeah, we we have dark vision, Gent, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we can see that far. You're just going to turn around and look at your other hand. the only one with dark vision. And just get, see a skeleton going, hey, how are you? <laughs> Yep. Ooh, that's weird. Okay. Well, we'll go with we'll go with we these go. for the tokens, though. I can't see anyone the that's near me now. Right. What'd you do? <laughs> Why can't you see anyone that's near you? Uh, it's just uh black. Hang on. Now. For some reason? Oh, because for some reason your vision was turned off. There. 
Aha! Thank you. Uh, da, 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 da. There we go. So. Let me roll for them. Oh, nice. This one. Hey, hey buddy. I say, like, gunshots are about off. I don't think the bright light from my sword is going to be the real breaking stealth thing in a minute. Uh... So that should be this. That should be this. All right. So, starting with... Scuzz. So Scuzz, you and the rest of your party has just realized that Gent and Titania are Gent and Valdeth aren't there. <laughs> Oops. Uh uh. Oh, not that one. Sorry. I'm adding things because roll 20 is like no a thing. Anyway. Uh Scuzz is like Um, shit. Okay. Um. For for purposes of vision, by the way, you have disadvantage. So you can you can barely make out things that are within ten feet of you. Beyond that, fog. Uh. So I no one else no one else is around me. I've lost everybody else. Well, no, you have the rest of your party there. Like the just people not that are, the get people that and are, and yeah. Valdez. Yeah, just okay. not get in Valdez. Um, Scuzz is going to whisper to. Ariel is like, should I, should I turn on the light, or should I keep going forward? Turn on the light. Okay. Uh, so Skuz is going to use his bonus action to activate the sunblade, okay. um, and it emits a bright light of fifteen feet. Uh, dim light fifteen feet. Uh, the light is sunlight. It does count as sunlight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as the sunlight from your blade, uh, I don't. Why you don't? Why didn't you have night vision either? Who doesn't have night vision on the screen? That that should. Me. That should. Uh, Mine's kind of interesting because I clearly have night vision, but there's also a big circle of black around me. Yeah. Hang on. There was That's kind of my whole deal too. Hang on. Now it's gone. There. That's I better. I still have it. <laughs> the, I think when I converted the dynamic lighting from the old stuff to the new stuff, it fucked the tokens over, I think is what happened. It was anti-light. Mm, there. It was advanced <laughs> darkness. Because from my perspective, it looks like you all have your correct dark vision. Um, I mean, we do, but only in that our vision is darkness. <laughs> there. I think I've fixed everybody's now. Um... So the light uh, lights up, and as it does, you hear this sound, and you look over, and coming through the wheat near you is this body that is shambling through the darkness at you. Um, it appears to be mostly like, like it looks like a dead corpse, like like a corpse, but 
its face is emanating this bluish fog that almost perfectly blends in to the fog around it. And it's also emanating it off of the joints and the 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 various other uh, aspects of flesh that you can see. And it is just to the left of you. Uh, no bueno. Uh, Scuzz is going to <laughs> step forward. Um, and swing at it. Um, I don't. Oh, I can still do that. Yeah, it. Uh, but I won't probably do as much damage. I need. I'm always confused about how I actually get sneak attack. Uh, you get sneak weird. attack. I played a so you get sneak attack if you have advantage on your attack roll, or you have an ally in melee with them. Thank you. Okay, so I don't get my sneak attack, but um, I'll still hit it with the the sunblade. Boop. Um, a nineteen will hit. Excellent. So, wow, why did it do all of that? That's um. So ignore the eleven. So you have actually are you using it two handed or one handed? No, one handed because I got the bookmark in the other hand. Yeah, so, so it does uh, technically nine points of damage because of yep. it does another d8 for an undead yep. enemy um and ignore that 15 as well yeah. uh because so nine radiant damage um, yeah, the, the 15 would be your sneak attack that would be my sneak attack but uh <laughs> i can't get it but that's okay because um <laughs> i oh no i can't use my bolts of the grave either because i use my bonus action already bummer Okay, uh, Scuzz is then going to uh, dance around to the other side of the zombie. Um, literally go between its legs. At which point uh, you hear a similar growl as yep. you are now close enough to detect this one. Perfect. <laughs> Scuzz has the sun plate and bookmark up. He's just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mock your pages. <laughs> All right. That's it. Uh, Ithram, you're next. You can hear Scuzz's combat going, and you can see this lighter area of the fog in that direction, but you're not quite close enough to see what Scuzz is actually fighting. Okay. It's zombies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. A, I can make a, an, an educated, educated guess. guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, still staying, making sure I can keep an eye on everybody. I'll step over to here by. Titania. And now can I see anything? Uh, you are still not quite close enough to make out the form. Okay. Oh wait, no, no. Sorry, you are. Sorry, within that one. Yes, you can see you can see this one. Okay. Then that so that's one. gonna be a fun uh, right. thing. You you're not one. quite close enough. Okay, I move a little bit yeah. closer. All Great. Right. Now was... you're at disadvantage for ranged attack. I was looking at this one. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at this one, but you are you are close enough to see this one. All right, uh, then yeah, he is going to yeah, uh, just for right now, uh, starts swinging the the flail, and what looks like a fairly large crossbow bolt forms in the shape of fire and firebolt. All right, go ahead and throw it. All right. <laughs> 16. Uh, 16 hits. For 11 points of fire damage. Some of the flesh burns. 
with his illusionist bracers, he's going to do that shit again. Another 16 hits, 16 hits again. for another nine points of fire damage. So uh, just with rapid succession, the flail flicks forward twice, two firebolts hitting it. Yep. Ariel, you can, see, yeah. you can see Ithram, and you can see these flashes of fire going in that direction. Right. Uh, That's me. And it's Ariel's turn. Move. Yep, you can now see it. How bad does it look? Um, it's hard to read on this thing. Mostly because half of its body appears to be made of fog. But it doesn't look like it's bloodied yet. Awesome. So she just walks up as like, nope. Boom. <laughs> uh, I will. Now I have an excuse to use Booming Blade. <laughs> I will spend a grip point uh, for... Dead eye shot, so I have advantage. To twenty six. A twenty six will hit, yes. <laughs> Wait, why did that roll initiative? Uh that rolled initiative for some reason. Oh yeah, that's weird. Which is funny because that's also my that's also I have a, the same initiative bonus as I do to to hit, but regardless, it's just accidentally twenty seven. Here we'll put you back down. I don't remember what your initiative was, but it was less than tw- it was like twenty four. It was sixteen. Was sixteen? Okay, good. Yeah. Boom. So twenty one, because having gained well, because it's there anyways, also, but yeah, twenty one damage. There's this loud explosion as the or this this explosion of force that as the gun goes off and a bullet enters this creature. Second attack. Uh, uh, interestingly, Valdeth and Ghent, you do not hear the gunshot. Sweet. Cool. Uh, mm. Second shot. You know, we'll just do this normal. Twenty-four for eleven hits. piercing. Um and the 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 palm pistol. Now it is definitely bloodied. <laughs> twelve. A twelve misses. Hmm. Uh, as you, you know what? I'm going to use my inspiration. <laughs> Goes off to one side. I'm going to use my inspiration. Go on ahead. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight hits. For seven piercing. You're, you, so you raise the pistol to fire, and just before you pull the trigger, Esme goes to the right, dear, and you, you adjust and fire, and it hits. I knew that. Of course you did. Uh, and I don't have any indication that this one is here. No, correct? you can't see it yet. Yeah. There hasn't been any verbal or anything? Nope. Okay. So then in that case, I am staying right where I am. All right. So Ghent, you look over Yo. you look over to your left and see Valdeth. Uh-huh. You look over to your right and you see <laughs> this zombie that has this fog leaking out of its face and hands. 
Uh-huh. And as it looks at you, it goes... <gasps> and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, Not okay. this shit again. No! <laughs> this, fo- this icy fog, it emanates off of it and envelops your senses. You are uh-huh. blinded at the moment. Cool. He's definitely going to... That well, was actually... its bonus action. It still has its action. All right. Did I? Uh, so I'm blinded. I didn't take any damage. Though. Not yet, no. Okay. Uh, it's now going to try to hit Cause you. Okay, because I've got a reaction that triggers when I take damage. Does a 14 but... hit you? Just. All right. My AC is 14. It, it, you get your AC up, man. It hits. Why do you think I was looking for armor and core? I didn't have shit. Uh, for 12 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And. 7,000 necrotic. Awesome. 11 cold damage. All right. I was so close. You were so close. Uh, he's got a reaction, so he'll be at disadvantage for this since he's blinded, I assume. Yes. Okay. Uh, but he's going to try. <clears throat> Boom. Wow. I, does a 27 hit it? It does. Okay. Uh, so it takes 22 thunder damage. Why didn't it do the secondary damage? Oh, because it's not in there. Hang on a second. I need to roll the secondary damage for the actual bullet. Mm, 1d10 plus 7. And 16 piercing damage. <laughs> and is pushed 15 feet away from me. So yeah, there's just an explosion that ripples right. out from the gun. And this thing slides out of view. Of Valdeth, at least. Because it was already out of view for you. Uh, right. the, other group does, <laughs> the other group does not hear that go off. Okay. I can't see. Uh, meanwhile, another one appears next to Valdeth. Valdeth, you see one right as it gets within 10 feet of you and then moves up and also make a constitution saving throw. I feel like you've got a better shot at that than I do. I'm going to use an inspiration because fuck that. That's better. A 16 is enough. You managed to shrug off whatever effect this is that was trying to blind you. Meanwhile, it takes a swing at you. Does a 12 hit you? No, not even close. Does a 17 hit you? Nope. All right. So both attacks hit your plate mail, bounce off. Bonk, bonk. Uh, this one over here is not smart enough to know about attacks opportunity and so tries to shift over towards Ariel. Scuzz, you get an attack opportunity if you so desire. Yes, please. Um, now that it's adjacent to Ariel, does Scuzz get his sneak attack? Yes, now you would. <laughs> Actually, no, because the attack happens as it's, it's moving away, so it wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, this is, right. this is a. Yeah. Uh, does that. Uh, 13. Mm. No, wait, no, wait, don't, 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 don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I spend a lucky point. Okay. And roll that again. 
There we go. Right. We'll take for the same amount of radiant damage. Nine. All right. Uh, yeah, you hit it. Nine damage, and then it similarly. Ariel, make a Constitution saving throw. You shrug it off as it tries <laughs> to do. And it tries the bird to smack was you. scarier than you. Does a 14 hit you? A 14 uh, might, yes. 14 hits you? Okay. So yes. that's going to be. My armor class is 13. Uh, that's going to be. It doesn't add it to its damage, it adds it to its attack. Um, 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. As well as uh, six, sixty-three. You say fifteen cold damage. Okay, and it swings ah. at you again. Okay, does a thirteen hit you? Thirteen does hit me. All right. Uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, for sixteen bludgeoning damage. Okay. Ugh. And 16 cold damage. Meh. And then this one sidles up to skies. You do hear this one, so you can tell there's another. <gasps> as it breathes out <coughs> and ruins my throat. Uh, skies, make a constitution saving throw. Exactly. How Is that works. this a poison effect? No. Dang it. Uh, <laughs> I had to ask. No, that's fair. Seventeen. You succeed. Excellent. Uh, uh, and it tries to hit you in the face. Uh, eighteen is what it needs to get. Well, that's a nineteen. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and a natural twenty. Wow. Ooh. Double bitch. <laughs> so the first hit. Yes. Don't forget say, you have uncanny luck, Lucky can't help that. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Actually, no. I can use Lucky against a hit. Uh, I can do that. It's an attack roll against you, yes. Yes. Would you like so to use your Lucky? Roll it again. Oh, no, I roll a d20. I roll a d20 to... to... Well, no. I think, do you roll a d20 or do I just reroll Yeah, it, it says you roll a d20 and okay. choose whether the attacker uses the its initial roll right. or yours. So just roll a flat d20 for me. Yeah. Bitch! Oh my god! Would you like me to use the 20 that I rolled or the 20 that you rolled? I want you to use the, um, I guess the 20 that you rolled. Like, he's like, no, you're just gonna get hit. You're just really, really gonna get hit with it. Right. Thanks. Damn. Um, I don't think I've so ever seen that happen that's before. That was hilarious, by the way. Um, <laughs> so that, so the first hit, the first hit is 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, I like can't to... take a. I can't do uncanny dodge because I use my reaction. Oh to... God, damn it! Yeah. Yeah, you already used a reaction. <sighs> uh, this guy's just like oh. <laughs> seven, eight, eight cold damage. So the first, the first hit wasn't all that bad. Where'd you come from? <laughs> now for the crit. Why? Roll ones. Why? Why? Those don't sound like ones. Defense. 
Oh, that's some deep I math. Rolled, I rolled eight. <laughs> I rolled eight seven seven eight. Uh, that's thirty. Uh, Sixteen yeah. plus fourteen is thirty. Uh, plus two, so thirty-two points of bludgeoning damage. And that's not even the cold damage. Uh, eight. I rolled worse than the cold damage. Thirty-two. Ow, ow, yeah, ow, it was two ow. sevens and two sixes. Uh, is Scuzz's health not updating on the... No, it's not updating no, on the... No, uh, I am at 25 hit points right now. Cool. Okay. Out of 65. <laughs> I just got hit with it. Got rammed. 27 points of cold damage. We were sa- <laughs> You were saying... An- another... Another 20... Another... Yeah, the cold damage on the crit hadn't been added in. Hadn't yeah, been, oh. I hadn't added in the crit yet. That, that that thirty-two was just the bludgeoning damage. You told me eight cold damage. Though. No, I know. Oh, that first, was on the first. That was on the first non-crit. Each attack does bludgeoning oh. and cold damage. Yeah. So yeah, Scuzz is out. Oh. So yeah, this you hear you hear that unearthly howl, and then you hear. And there is silent from Scuzz. Mm-hmm. Oh, f- that's normal. Mm-hmm. Scuzz no, is very sneaky. It's not. Uh, no, Car- it's- <laughs> Carolina, you can see Ar- Ariel being hit by something that you cannot make out through the fog. That's fine. I'm a human. I'm used to being blind or <laughs> used to being nearly blind during these fights, anyways. Um, so I'm gonna walk up to where Ariel is, see the first one, know that there's probably things further on from what I've heard, walking past that to here. Do I pick up on any further zombies? Well, no, no, as far as you can tell, it's just these two that are near you. I see an unconscious scuzz. While I'm at this point of my movement, I'll use my incidental to yell to Titania, heal in this direction. And then I'm going to move once this way. All right. It's going to take its attack of opportunity on you. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, don't heal an attack. That works, too. Uh, 17? You, you. I can't. No, no, no. That was, that was not directed at no. you. Does a 17 hit you? <laughs> uh, yes. AC 16. Okay. Uh, so nine bludgeoning damage. Now I roll that crap. Oh, that's better. Uh, and 16 cold damage. Disadvantages of going topless. Cold damage is very effective. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Okay. So then I'm gonna do a smash on, I'm going to rage and then smash this guy. All right, let's see what your rage does. Right, that button is on the other sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Here, what is it? Yeah, there you go. So. (laughs) So you don't have to use this effect if you don't want to. Okay. Um, you know what? Also, I can see it, so I'll teleport over Scuzz. Okay. <laughs> so you teleport to on top of Scuzz's unconscious form. Yeah. 
I will because slightly, I confirmed that there wasn't further zombies that I could see. I will see. slightly cantilever scuzz so we can see both of them there. Yep. <clears throat> um, and then we're going to smash something with the star metal warhammer, which I haven't used before on this character, so I'm not 100% sure that it's going to roll correctly. It, it should roll correctly. Yeah. That's the fine. question is if it's going to versatile correctly. Um, I believe it does what Scuzz's weapon did, which is adds the. I'm going to reckless attack time. because that's a thing I can do. Go ahead. <laughs> True. Ooh. Yeah, so that's not a D8, that's a D10. Yeah, the versatile damage is on the right hand side. Oh. So just ignore the left hand damage and just look right. at the right one. Yes. So six, three, so crit five, smash. Uh, all right. Yeah, you smacked the fuck out of it. Um, and I get a second attack. Yep. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Okay. Well, that's seven damage and eight radiant. Yep. So yeah, just. You just sort of rock the foggy head of this zombie. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, that's all the things I can do on my turn. All right. Gent. Still blinded? Still blinded. He knows which way he pushed this thing, and since it doesn't really matter, since he can't see shit anyway, he's just going to try and shoot the one that he shot before. All right, so it's a disadvantage on the attack. Yep. Um, let me check one thing, because I do have focused fire. <clears throat> so he's going to use a bonus action to cancel that and just roll a straight one. Okay. Uh, for focus fire. And Unfortunately, there are no straight ones available. You'll have to try again later. Oh, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm playing. I know. Uh, boop. And he's going to use a power shot. Oh, whoops. That shouldn't still be a disadvantage. So that was a 22. <laughs> 22 hits. Okay. Um, so it suffers 25 magical piercing damage for the first attack. And now that the second gunshot has gone off, Ghent, you can uh -huh. tell it sounds quieter to you as well. Okay, so this is probably... He can, he can analyze that it's probably not making its way. Yeah, you, you suspect that the fog is also dampening sound as well as vision. I mean, that's kind of helpful to us. Uh, and then he'll do his second shot. Um, this I mean, one is a disadvantage. It would be helpful to you if it affected the people inside it, or the creatures inside right. it. Right, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's helping. If I, right, but um, does a 15 hit? Uh, a 15 does hit. Sweet. For another 14 piercing damage. To, and all of that was on this one that got pushed away. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else on your turn? Are you going to transform? Um, oh, you, you've already used your bonus action, so you can't. Or I was going to say, yeah, he, he used his bonus action for that. Um, and I have no idea where the rest of the, the group is, nope. right? I'm all not you, hearing anything from them. Not at all. Yeah, he's just, go, he's just going to back, try and feel his way back to back with, with Valdeth. Right. Does he get another save against the blindness or anything? Nope. Okay. Mm. Uh, Titania. 
Mara, did you freeze? I think Mara, Mara did can freeze. you hear me? <laughs> Mara is deaf. Oh, 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 oh there, there's there Mara. I'm back. Okay. okay. All right. I'm there we here. go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm going to send Carbuncle because Carbuncle goes on. Well, supposed to have her. Yeah. Carbuncle has her own initiative, but we'll say we'll I'll, we'll say Garnet has has their initiative on your turn just for. Yeah, I'll just do that. That's easier. Um, I'm going to send her over to um. Uh, Scuzz sort of leaps through the air, lands on your chest. Gonna cast Cure Wounds through that. At um, uh, make an insight check. Tanya. An insight? Yeah. Okay. That's ominous. Twenty-seven. Carbuncle's gonna rip Scuzz's throat out. Carbuncle seems <laughs> Carbuncle seems to have a larger radius of vision than you do. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um yeah, I'm gonna have uh Garnet cast uh cure wounds um just Garnet. at first level right now. Um and then so you have five hit points. That was crap roll. Uh and then I am going to tell her to go find, go find, are you, can you hear us at all? Over the earring to, or over the link pearl to Val and get. All right. Or a link pearl shake, because they're probably not in our yeah, ears. Your, your link pearls vibrate like someone's trying to call. No, okay. Gent keeps his in his ear all the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Then you, yeah so you can Gent hear. will hear that, right? Yeah, you can hear that. <laughs> He'll respond on his can turn. Respond on your turn. <laughs> and um, tell Garnet to go find Gent and Valdez. All right. Ah. Uh, Garnet's going to move away that from way. that zombie, which is going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Uh, didn't it already get one? No, not one did. Not the not the not the one that uh the one that um, that could be unfortunate for Garnet. That uh, hey, uh, no, but... uh that uh pff, name words. Um, wait, no, this one here definitely got an yeah, attack. This one, one that did. was next to Ariel. Was this the one, one didn't. Me. Yeah, the one that was next to Ariel. Oh, that's right. Did. Okay, no, yep, yeah, yep. Because yeah, he has to get within right. Uh, yeah. Garnet has to get. I realize I have yeah. to rearrange yeah. everyone real quick. Yep. As people went away, and that uses just Garnet's reaction, so they still do have their um, action to dash, yeah. which is what I'm telling. And they will do. do that as soon as this zombie tries to hit him. Yep. As long as, as yeah, as long as <laughs> no, does a 25 hit Garnet. Yes, <laughs> that's gonna hurt. Garnet has an amount of hit points. Yeah. More than your average familiar, because you can't resummon Garnet. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be only five bludgeoning damage. Okay. Would Garnet happen to be resistant to cold damage? Mm-mm. Oh, Twelve cold damage. Okay. They're still going. All right. So Garnet disengages. Ooh. And disappears into the fog. Mal would have been a mass of feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Mal would have just been poof. 
yeah, one the, the one time familiars have significantly more hit points than regular familiars because again they can be some once yep right. yep um and that was i think that uses my action to do that spell yeah yeah your action does cure wounds reaction um and that's my turn ariel are you okay because you're being snarky again and i can't <laughs> tell i'm staying there looking out tell you when it's my turn Valdez. yeah it's your turn so Valdez sort of looks at this one in front of her and just kind of holds her great sword horizontally in front of her and focuses and this trail of ink sort of reaches off of her right arm onto the blade as she activates the eldritch claw all right booyah and she's gonna go for her attacks don't roll like garbage 18 hits that's gonna be two force damage 15 slashing and five radiant all right second attack and then second attack 18 again uh five force damage 18 slashing and three radiant all right anything else on your turn uh debating debate faster yeah no that's it okay uh as you make these two strikes as we get back around to Skaz's turn that's where we're gonna leave off for this week we'll be back next week with uh the what happens next is they fight these cold zombies <laughs> so say goodbye everybody Bye. Bye. Go vote. goodbye and yes. go vote if you haven't already